kick the tires, light the fires. We have got Cleveland Motor Podcast number 367. And they're off. Mine doesn't make any of those noises. Oh. You have the tinklies, though. Yeah, you know what? I poured this drink before the pizza, ex- ex- you know, the pizza yeah. excursion. So this is fully crompied at this yeah. point. <laughs> fully crompied. My, um, my long deceased. Oh, yeah. My long deceased hero in life, my uncle Ron. Yeah. Um, they used to have a cottage over there by the smokestacks in Mentor. Yeah. That was yeah. their like boat cottage. Sure. Yeah. So we go on weekends with my straight edge parents to hang out with Uncle Ron. Yeah. And Uncle Ron always had a pinky ring and the fucking glass. Yeah. And so I grew up always wishing I could go tink 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 tink. Yeah, exactly. Uncle Ron. He was the man. Uncle Ron was the man. Yeah, so it is a, uh, we all fucking survived St. Patty's Day. Yep. I didn't leave the house. That's Fuck the best same plan thing. ever. <laughs> same. Yep. It's not well, a bad plan. Well, let's tell people. So we usually do the yeah. podcast on Thursdays. We normally do. We didn't because. Because St. fucking Patty's Day. Yeah, right. <laughs> to my immediate left. Oscar. To his immediate left. Steve Sleepy. To his immediate left. Chris Smith. A slight gap and then. Johnny Mack. Steve Hofford. Then, yes, and remarkably far apart tonight. Well, I get to give you guys credit. Well done. Yeah, exactly. Keep down Almost the fisticuffs. They so, are, yeah, they were fighting they're, earlier. They're within junk punching distance. Doesn't, yeah. Right, that doesn't shock me at all. <laughs> oh, they're playing knuckles. So I'm going to tell you guys the story <laughs> about why we don't do the podcast here on St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Mm. And the uh, story goes back a few years where it just so happened that we had a podcast outside. Oh, yeah. And it was a crackle cast. Yep. And it happened to be on. The day that was acknowledged as being the celebration of St. Pate's. Even though, the, the, Even though it wasn't technically. Well, was that the day the guy threatened to kill you? Yes, it was. And the guy crashed on the bike. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. a lot of fun. On the side of the, yeah, the yes, it was. Game. Those things are all factual statements. It is. And that's all happened during one fucking podcast. Right. And it was fun, but at the same time, risking getting shot is never fun. So. Anytime, right. somebody, anytime somebody shows up at your podcast and then suggests gunplay right. when he's not 19, in a positive way 19 sheets to the wind right okay oh that was three years ago yeah yeah it was well it was two two, two, two years, years ago. ago yeah yeah it was a covid cast oh because it was outside yeah, yeah you're right yeah. and it was outside it was right. warm we were all excited because yeah, it was right. like 68 degrees you and we were it. like we're gonna have a fire and fucking do it outside yeah. and one of the most dangerous things that can happen in the city of cleveland on march the 17th is any temperature above 60 degrees oh yeah yeah. Because it is like fucking air out your douchebags. It is <laughs> seriously. What the fuck? I saw a Latino guy going down. To, so for people who aren't here, for people who don't know this neighborhood, the shop is in Cam's Corners, which should be called O'Cam's O'Corners. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because the story behind Cam's Corners is for many, many years, Nigh on 100 years. If you wanted to be a police officer or a city worker or a firefighter, you had to live within the city limits of Cleveland to work in the city limits of Cleveland. You had a residency requirement. And because cops and firemen and stuff, they don't want to go out and blaze new trails, which is kind of what the, the, the rule of that, that, that ordinance is meant to keep your firefighters and your police officers in the neighborhoods so that they know people and that they have something at stake. So they're vested in being a good police officer and being a good firefighter because they are literally inhabitants of the city. But Cleveland is a bunch of districts. And the trick was pretty much every fucking cop and every fucking firefighter in the city of Cleveland lived in this neighborhood (laughs) for many, many years. And it was 
pretty much guaranteed every street had 9, 10, 15 cops, 9, 10, 15 firemen on every street in this neighborhood. Which there is a strange propensity for law enforcement and fire officials to be Irish. Is it a drinking thing? Is it a result of a drinking thing? Does it end up being a drinking thing? I don't fucking know. But if you watch anything from the goddamn Untouchables to, you know, any ancient movies, the cops walk in the beat are, oh yeah, toy, 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 yeah, you go watch the fucking fight to the figure. And Sean Connery's putting on an Irish accent so he can be <laughs> a Cleveland beat cop or a Chicago beat cop, whatever, man. But that's it. And that is not lost on us here. So despite the fact that Cleveland for ever, has had its St. Patty's Day parade downtown. The real shenanigans all happen here. Yeah. Cam's fucking well, corners. Isn't, isn't, what is the, the, the Irish bar? It's like the number one Irish bar in like the tri-state area. Or okay, so it's, there's Gormley's. <laughs> no, but the one. Gormley's. So no, there are yeah. seven Irish bars. Right, but the one. Within a short one. stumble from where we're sitting right now. Like, I, it's the only place I've ever been to where they had a... Um, Tam O'Shanter, Shlanesy, Hanesy's, you know, of, of Flaky McDuel's, right? <laughs> well, that too. Yeah. But they also had the, a cover Johnny band. Johnny McSlashy's. A cover band yeah. of what's the, the, the shipping off to Boston dudes? The Dropkick, Dropkick Murphys. Murphys. Right. So they had a Dropkick Drop Murphys, Murphys cover band. band that, they could have had... The, part of the band right yeah it might have right. been i don't and know he might have showed up just to be like Meh. but i right, moshed yeah. i i right. mo- I, I, I threw myself at people in that bar in that bar right like 10 years ago it was a long yeah. time ago but yeah. Yeah, yeah but i mean with with the amount of bar firepower that we have in this neighborhood mm-hmm. it is a very good idea if you have it to bring it indoors mm-hmm. if you want to keep it bring it indoors yeah. So I will give you guys a real quick assessment of what happened yesterdoodle. So apparently <laughs> James went to work out at about oh, 7.30 or some nonsense. Sure. And he said already they, had, they were putting the barriers up. There's no parade, people. There's no need for barriers. <laughs> eggs and eggs, dude. There's no parade, people. Well, there's a parade. We don't the- need a barricade. We don't need to barricade in the streets and sidewalks. No, it's, it's the parade of kegs to eggs people that are going oh to get- Oh, my God. The parade you know, is downtown, 20 yeah. miles away. So James texted me and said, girl just came out of the, the bar, uh, you know, yeah. Timmy Timmy McVeigh's or whatever they're called. McDoodles or yeah. <laughs> and came out came out of came out of McVeigh's and puked her way across the street at yeah. seven thirty in the morning. That's how you do it. Damn. That's Marion material right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A couple of years ago, James had gone to the uh, West Park Station yeah. for kegs and eggs. And he said by 9.30, they had brought in a temporary inflatable hot tub or what, whatever, what have you. Yeah. And by 9.30 in the morning, people were already puking in the inflatable hot tub <laughs> and naked. Okay. Oh, no. So James warned me, sent me a text message before 8 a.m. saying, if you're on your way to work today, be fucking careful because our corner, yeah, Cam's already, Corners, is already been fucked. It's going to be a shit right. show. So I was yeah. really bummed. So like Dan, our buddy Dan here, yeah. Krompke from the, yeah. the podcast, he's on a little vacation kind of mm-hmm. trip, you know? And I was yeah, you so got the fuck out of town for St. Patrick's Day. I was so yeah. excited because I finally dyed a bunch of weed green and I was going to share it with them oh, for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, you had extra, extra green weed. I did, oh. dude. It was, it was been so awesome. But It would have been here. something. Oh, I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking of which, but uh, the, so that's the PGA McIntyre's Irish pub. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sloppy, sloppy O'Toole's. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sloppy <laughs> O'Toole knuckles. There's nothing yeah. better. There's nothing better than a bunch of Ohio State, or I'm not sorry, a Cleveland State. Right. Uh, girls 
yeah. coming over and becoming fully Irish. Yeah. Oh, fucking Asian. For a day. <laughs> so right above that is the uh, Celtic dance studio. Okay. Oh, they do river dance? Oh, nonstop. And in the summertime, when the windows are open, you can hear it all the way down yeah, here. Yeah, it's an academy up there. It is an academy. Right, exactly. So this is not joking. Like, it's we're not making it up. We're not just saying it's because there's seven Irish bars. Right. We're saying it's because this is the Irish cultural center of the city oh, of Cleveland. You're a little Ireland over here. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I'm on my way to work. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I round that corner about 930. Yeah. And I round the corner about 930. And what had to be at least 375 pounds of leprechaun. <laughs> comes sort of spinning across the street yeah. and he's in a full pirouette across the street and everything he owns is made of that green dollar store mm. felt yeah. mm-hmm. and he's just kind of Bleh! and and I stop short so I don't hit him. He spins in front of my car, gets and hits the barricade and knocks over the entire barricade. A barricade that is meant to stop bears apparently. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep. Oh, the breakfast of stoners. Oh, Wheaties. Shit. I love no it, way. and I, I especially love the fact that it was discounted. Yeah, <laughs> and, it's, and it has Tommy Chong's appear or likeness on it. I would give it. you seven dollars for this. I think you can only pay for that shirt with weed. Oh, yeah. all right. Well, that's done too. So you went on the day where he got the coupon, right? Half off. Wake and bake. It might smell a little bit like gasoline already. Oh, that's, there you a, go. that's okay, but I appreciate this. Nobody's ever made an effort for me. This is amazing. Now, now I don't feel bad. You're going to you... get asked to the prom. I, well, yeah. well, no. I mean, he didn't pull out. So I think it's kind of a, I think it was <laughs> like an apology for that. But, right. you know. Okay. Yeah, that's, I mean. Blow it up. That Oscars party. We didn't film that part of it. That was no, when no. I turned the camera off. I just felt like Tommy Chong. I mean, if you hold Tommy Chong up to him. Right. There's kind oh, of a likeness. Even, if there was a oh, yeah. Him. There's more than a little likeness. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. He's oh, also yeah. got that It's perfect. Yeah, I like I'm going to wear this to work on Monday. Sleepy gets those eyes after he gets in a little deep yeah. in. Yeah. That's so we, uh, I came in, I realized we were in trouble. Okay. Pretty early in the game, we realized we were in trouble. And then I realized, you know, our parade kicks off at 1.07 p.m. Oh, yeah. I don't know why there's tradition of something like that. There's a magic number, I guess. It's numerology. Hmm? 104. Yeah, okay. I'll take your word for oh. it. No, I think they said 104. I mean, I think yeah, I know it's 104.7. Yeah, no, but I think it was. I think it was one. No, historically so. speaking, and I've been in that. I've, I've been in that bastard a number of times, and you know they tell you to get there to rally up, and you know, get your spot in line for the parade. Make sure you get there about nine o'clock in the morning because we're going to have you out. You know, either in the cold or the sun or the whatever, getting the liquored up until <laughs> about one p.m. and about one o'clock, a little after one o four, they fucking hit the drum and off you fuck right, and then you have the slowest drunken procession down through the middle of Cleveland that you've ever had. So because everybody does kegs and eggs, and I am going to tell people there's a tradition in this city. If you live where Chris lives, if you live in the River of Rocks, or if you live in Fairview Park or West Lake or whatever, all these families have this tradition of having kegs and eggs somewhere near their house. Then they walk down, and why they make it a point, whether you're an east sider or west sider, we're going to ride the rapid. And it's the one time a year white people ride the rapid, (laughs) right? We're going to ride the rapid. And they all walk down and it's not a short walk. And they walk down and they ride the rapid. They don't know what it costs anymore. They can get on it. It's it's like, it's the one day a year when it looks like Chinese people being shoved onto a train (laughs) and they're all wearing green felt, right? And some are getting more felt than others. It looks like spandex at Cedar Point. (laughs) It does. It's a fucking mess, man. And so they're all getting shoved onto a rail car. Off to the showers, but they uh, away they go, right? 
I've only, I've only been Irish for two years. Okay, I'm still getting used to it. So yeah, because you used to be Scottish, right? And now you're Irish. Thanks, Twenty Three and Me. Yeah, Scottish. He used to be Scottish. I was Scottish for fifty fucking years. I was Scottish, and, and I then just I found out I am Scottish. <laughs> no, I mean I'm a quarter Scottish. Yeah. Yeah. Every, everybody's yeah. Irish on on St. Patrick's Day except Scots. Right, they're still yeah. Scottish. Well, I was gonna say yeah. Phil lost his little meme that was like. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's Irish today, but right. the Scots are still fucking Scots. And I've today. always <laughs> been. And I have always been. Like, yeah. okay, you guys can have your little stupid green party and whatever else. <laughs> and I'm just going to fuck you all, right? Yeah. And I've always been that way and always will be that way. Plus I'm you're not a giving, mean motherfucking bagpiper. And so, I don't, you know. well, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's, I call it a sack. Oh. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah that's it. But the, but so yeah, we're, we're kind of getting ready for it as we always do. Mm-hmm. And so this whole procession of kegs and eggs at your house or <laughs> kegs and eggs at your fucking local. So kegs and eggs at your local turns into, okay, well now me and the kids and old Dakota and Rockford and, and, and Chelsea and Inc. are going to walk down because fucking kids have dumb names these days. They're going to fucking drunken stumble down to the fucking rapid because they want to be responsible. And no, they want to drink on the fucking train, right? right. So they're going to play this game. So this parade of fucking numbnuts goes past my shop between the hours of 10 a.m. and noon 30. You know the noon 30 people aren't going to make it downtown on the rapid. They, they're, they're cutting it way too close. They don't give a shit anyhow. But they are super, super rat fucked already. I mean, these guys are <laughs> pie-eyed, messed up, fucked up piece, pieces of shit. And they're going past my shop and we got the bikes out. First they're, mistake. They're ready oh, to fight no. a telephone pole. They are legit. <laughs> My telephone pole out here is 30% telephone pole, 70% staples from people oh, putting, yeah. you know, staples in it yeah, for yeah. years, putting banners and shit yeah. on it. And it is an armor plated spiky ass yeah. cactus of a telephone pole. <laughs> you don't want to wrestle with that telephone pole. And it's got a 900 pound concrete trash can protecting it. And I've watched people straight up try to go full on ghetto ninja on that thing. Right. <laughs> And people are pulling the lid off and the lid is just a 32 pound metal Frisbee. You've all seen mm-hmm. it. And these guys are fighting with it, trying to put trash in it, trying to pull trash out of it, whatever. And it's still morning. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to put some bikes out. Cause we got, cause it was yesterday and it was Thursday and it was sunny. So we have, we have all the other white people that don't worship at the church of green want to do some shit. Cause they have the day off or whatever. They're taking a sympathy day but they're going to get their bikes out and ride because it's 65 degrees or they're going to come to my shop and pick their bikes up and ride because it's 65 degrees. So we tend to move those bikes outside so people can pick them up throughout the course of the day as you do. I had just poked, 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 pushed. I had just pushed out. You pooted one bike I out? I pooted one bike out. <laughs> Prove it. Um, Your tanks weren't doing good. Though. I know, but I moved out 19 bikes, but one of them happened to be a TNT Oh no! One thirty-five. Yeah, in green, uh. or as a color I like to call Obanelli. Obanelli. Can I take a picture on your motorcycle? The fuck you say? <laughs> no, my friend. They were not asking questions. Oh, no, they no. were in full one hundred percent Instagram influencer mood. Oh, nice. They were like. Becky, 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 Becky. I'm gonna go, go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, Becky, I'm gonna go sit on this bike. Uh-huh. Oh. Get away from the bike. Yeah. What? Get away from the bike. What? Get the fuck away from the bike. Oh you don't God. have to be an asshole. 
No, 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 no. You were the asshole. But I have an iPhone 13 that has portrait <laughs> mode. Like we're gonna totally, we're gonna, we're we're, we're gonna, we're gonna like tag your. Place. We're gonna blow your shop up. Yeah. <laughs> One star. If you gave me this, I would like totally get influencers to fucking acknowledge Cleveland R- Moto. Roger that. And so that happened, not once, but into the teens. Okay, oh, straight up into the fucking teens. And all I did was I spent. About till noon 30, like we said, when they're about to miss their rapid, <laughs> when I got a welcome respite and they would just, they realize they get down, they've fucking blown it and they can't go to the rapid. So then they go to like Barth the 32 or the, you know, mm-hmm. the leaking Clodock or whatever the fuck it is because <laughs> there's 17 of them down there. And so I'm like, I eventually get this shit situated and people come and pick their fucking bikes up and everything else. And the one guy comes in for his two o'clock appointment. He got here at three and he's like, man, the road's out there deadly and i'm like what do you mean he goes there's a car flipped over on x road a car flipped over on y road i had to do a u-turn on the freeway to just get off and get like onto surface streets and then i ran into a fucking parade yeah. and i'm like yeah this is saint patty's day this is what you got and he goes so if it's not too much of a tr- trouble can i leave my car here take my bike home leave my car here and come back and get my bike later no you can't. Yeah, sorry. No, no, no. This An empty parking lot is a happy parking lot. I don't want anything. Anybody can puke, shit, vomit, pee, whatever, hide behind. I want it gone. I don't want anything in my parking lot. Are, are you real? Are you fond of your catalytic converter? Exactly. I just told him, oh, I'm like, yeah. I just want a clean line of sight. I just want to be able to, if I have to, I want to be able to wing a motherfucker if he's hiding in my parking lot and he won't leave at 6 p.m. when we close because we ran into a lot of that. Did you hear the new way to steal gas? No. They drill a hole in oh, the yeah, gas drill tank. Oh yeah, drill a hole in the gas tank. Yeah, that, that's that's no, that's you, not new in this. Found movie. it in Ukraine. Did, did you oh, see the it. fucking? Did you see the awesome guys though? They took an old Dodge Caravan yeah. and they fucking hollowed out the bottom, so they would drive into the gas stations and park over the fucking actual filling. Oh, things. and open the tank, and they and were then stealing like five hundred gallons oh, at a time. And like the one God. guy did it four times <gasps> to the same gas station before the guy was like, what the fuck? And tried to catch him. And Holy he didn't. shit. You know what? I hope those fuckers light on fire oh, of course. and burn 82% of their bodies Absolutely. and live. <laughs> we How do you really feel had, about it? <laughs> so my record fuck for those guys. My record for yesterday. Since we're talking about fuel, though, really quick. Yeah, yeah. I just bought uh, five gallons of Rec 90 out of Strongsville. Yeah, yeah. Four ninety nine, not too bad. That's really good. Wow. That's not bad. That's really good. So my record for yesterday, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little Lucky Charm sticker <laughs> because I fucking killed four leprechauns yesterday. <laughs> not one pot of gold amongst them. Nope. Yeah. Not one. You'll never find that. No, no, no. But I straight up had to back of the jacket escort <laughs> four sassy leprechauns. Off of my property yesterday nice. because the one guy pulled on my door so many times, I thought he was going to break it. Wow. And this was, of course, you know, um, post per, post parade, you know, PM, yeah. mm-hmm. post March. And uh, so they'd done kegs and eggs. I got a pee. Yeah. I got a pee. Let me in. I'm just going to come out with your mopeds. <laughs> you couldn't let me in. I got a pee. No, I just want to look at your mopeds. No, sir, we're by appointment only. I have an appointment. You don't have an appointment. I just want to look at mopeds. You got Vespas. No, sir. We're we're by appointment only today. I got an appointment. I'm like, you don't have a fucking appointment. All right. I'm just going to pull this door open. Fuck you. I'll break it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well then 
I'm going to come out. Your appointment costs right. $6,000. Yeah, I went out and I had point. to go out yesterday. I had to go out and lay hands on people. Pretend oh. this is yeah. a cuckoo clock. Yeah. And I'm the cuckoo. And I'm the cuckoo. <laughs> Again, John used to know when we were working at the shop, I used to tell people, well, one of us is going to make it to the door. One of us won't. So do you want to make it to the door? Right. You better start. I'm going to give you a head start. And I would straight up chase people to the door and hope, you know, they'd got out before me and whatnot. But yeah, we've had people that we had to chase out of here because they just wouldn't fucking go or they're being cock nozzles or whatever. Right. And like we, yesterday was, yesterday was goddamn ugly. The third leprechaun I had to take down <laughs> She was every bit of 235. <laughs> she? Oh boy. Oh, you have no, no idea. And she was an exercise in sweatpants. She wait, had sweatpants on her wait, top. John shouldn't hear this. Right. He might, he might get erected. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he might become erected. But she was wearing sweatpants on her bottoms and she had soiled her top and she was wearing her friend's sweatpants as a top. To cover up the, the uh, So she had taken her friend's sweatpants and cut the crotch open and was wearing the legs as arms and had her head going through her, you know, kiss me, I'm Irish sweatpants. And that was where her head was because she clearly had vomited on her entire self. I'm not going to lie. I've done that. I'm exactly. Just I'm just but saying. did you try to go buy a Harley after that? No, I did not. No, because no. she was in retail mode. Yeah. She was Ooh. 100%. I'm going to get some. Shopping re- she came in. She was like, you got a Harley in there. I want. I saw it last year. It's cool. I'm getting in there. And I was like, no, you're not. We had to roll down the roll-up door. (laughs) She banged on it for a minute. She was beating on the roll-up door. I went out the back door, circled the building, came up behind her, and spooked her. (laughs) (laughs) And she needed another pair of sweatpants. (laughs) I spooked her. And I, no, I didn't. I came up behind her. I got right behind her, and I gave her the whole, like, what What the the fuck fuck are you doing? doing? Get away from this building. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Run, 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 run. And I got her past the bus stop. Oh, and once no. she's past the bus stop, she's not my problem anymore. They don't come back at that point. Then I tried to chase her out into the street. I figured that'd be good. She could do a little Toro Toro action out there. It'd be pretty good. Yeah, they go after movement, I've heard. They, their eyes pick up the movement. But yeah, so yesterday was a fucking mess. Uh, Merrick came and picked me up from the shop. Full blown Brahmacon. Dude! When Merritt picked me up, she's like, so what are we doing? I said, well, I've got, you know, I got about 2,000 pounds of cardboard. We got to take down to the recycling barrels by where I live, the recycling bins. And I'm like, we're going to Las Cazuelas because Las Cazuelas is amazing. And they have the best chicken they're, soup. They're, the and they're right by it. my house. I mean, they're just right by my house. So I was like, we're going to Las Cazuelas. And she goes, really? And I was like, yeah, I've had enough fucking shenanigans today. No more fucking shamrocks and shenanigans. I'm done. I'm 100% done. We're done. So we get into Las Cas, mm-hmm. and the staff there is 100% oh, from yeah. Tijuana to Ensenada. Oh, yeah. yeah I've right? talked to those so guys. You know those cool. guys, yeah. 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 I think they all went to Oscars High School. <laughs> and uh, so we rolled in there, and the guy hits me at the door, and he goes, Amigo! Yes. And I was like, yeah, what's up, man? He goes, hey, he goes, hey, yeah. He goes, you come to find a real leprechauns? And I was like... <laughs> And he goes, we ain't got nobody in the kitchen over five foot four. <laughs> I was like, just no Irish music. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay. And he's like, yeah. So we order up our food and Merritt and I got a giant 40 ounce margarita, a 40 goddamn ounce margarita in a fishbowl, beautiful, the world's biggest coop. <laughs> it was a big fucking coop. It was like a 50 Merc coop, but it was big. And I said, I don't even want it to be green. 
So he's like, you put Grand Marigny in that son of a bitch until it shows not a hint of green. And the guy was like, gotcha. And he brought it out and it was gold. It wasn't green at all. I was so happy. And then uh, three three ladies came in and as soon as they hit the door, they were like, it's St. Patty's Day. And my man, my server, he goes, ladies, ladies, none of that in here. And I was like, <laughs> yes, this is it. I will see you on the 4th of May. <laughs> I will not be here on the 5th of May. So, so do those guys from that restaurant go to like this Irish pub on the on Cinco de That's I, like, right. I don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> no Mexican music. I'm not, not going to play La Bamba <laughs> one more fucking oh, time. Yeah, yeah. Yep. No. So, so to your point, so me and Amy yesterday went, and so our neighbor... So Phil's dad, so you guys, I just Phil posted the, the Phil. So yeah, Phil 2's yeah, yeah. dad Phil too, yeah. right. has decided that we were cool enough oh. that he could introduce to the Amish. <laughs> so me, we got to take a drive yesterday and we went and met the Amish. So how do the Pennsylvania Dutch like the English you, now? Well, you can't call them. You can't email them. No, there's no, no yeah. website. You have to go and somebody has to introduce you to the right. Amish. Well, that's right? the way the world used to work. So we walked in <laughs> and we, we get introduced to Eli or Eli or whatever his name. It's almost like the same as uh, the, the, magician, the magician. The magician, yeah. Right. But it was an Amish guy. Was he also Lebanese? No, but he had teeth that were only this tall because he's ground them down chewing on whatever he's chewing on every fucking day. So like his teeth were only this big and brown. Wow. It was kind of cool. But anyways, so we're talking to him. He's not putting his bit in at night. And so we're talking to him about getting wood and because they, they, they create their own wood. Like they have things, whatever. And so then I look over. They create their own wood. They create their own wood is the best statement ever. It's the, that's a rum spring, isn't it? No, no. That they actually plane it and they do all this. Well, they create. I mean, in Pennsylvania, they're known as termites because it's like. Yeah. They'll come in and log. Some, like somebody will pay them to come in and log. Yeah. And they log that and yeah. also whatever's close. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And then they take that and they make it into logs. But oh, here's the best part. They make it into logs. So we're sitting there and I'm looking I over. I guess the difference is Another orientation. story. That was <laughs> off the rails. No, but so, so we're sitting there and I'm looking, I'm talking to this guy and this guy is, you know, he's a typical Amish guy and his kids are all Amish guys. Then we look over and there's a little girl that's like, has to be two feet tall, right? Right. She's smoking a pipe and she's, <laughs> like, she's wearing, ah! she's wearing shit where she looks like a seventy-two-year-old lady, but she's fucking two feet tall and she's like three. And really? So the guy's like, yeah, and all the wood. She'll be doing all the planing of the wood. <gasps> really? And so this little three-year-old grabs this fucking plank and throws it into a fucking belt-driven planer, and then things like, <laughs> and she walks over, takes it, never takes the pipe out of her mouth, finishes it, stacks it on the thing, and goes. <laughs> And blows a fucking smoke ring and puts the pipe back in. What the shit? And I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> As a hard girl right now. You want to yeah. party with them. I a, do, man. A very hard little girl. Yeah. So I guess the trick is, though, is you take the kids a bag of candy. And when the dad's not looking, you throw the bag of candy to the kids. And they'll they'll fuck off into the field and get a sugar high and just go fucking ape shit. <laughs> so my neighbor was like, that's the trick. That's how you do oh, it. Yeah, that's, that's how you do it. Oh, Karen feeding Why, the Because then you're alone with Eli? Yeah. 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 <laughs> nice. That's a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. this dude's hands. He Yoder. Was, he was 43, <laughs> and I thought he was 70. This fucking guy has lived... Like, I think he's been on top of- You should of- see his Facebook post about you. <laughs> sure, yeah. 
literally Facebook. He drew a picture and posted it on my wall. It was guess, on the guess what, buddy? Tr- he still got both of his original hips. No, I respect these guys a lot. They, they, they're hardworking motherfuckers, and like doesn't slip on dog shit coming down the stairs. Yeah, but the, the, well, it was really interesting. So like, they can't use electricity, but they're allowed to use like diesel engines and stuff, right? So they have this giant diesel engine out back. And then all these belts, and these belts come through the fucking room, and they can fucking strap on a belt to something and make anything work. A planer, right. a fucking thing, a yeah. drill, whatever. So, so did Eli have that strap on when you were there? Oh, yeah, it was just banging. <laughs> it was fucking drill. was like... Burr, 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 burr. I, wa- I want you to come back and look at this device. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting, but, like, seriously, like a three-year-old kid smoking a pipe. Yep, that was fucking, fucking pretty amazing. I noticed that you don't have a mustache today. Uh, it burned off from all the fucking action. Yeah. You mean his dick broom? <laughs> it's so bad. But I haven't vacuumed my penis. Peter sweeper. Peter sweeper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I cannot perform or I cannot engage in oral sex with you. I have not vacuumed my penis. <laughs> oh, you dirty cocksucker! <laughs> oh. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna appeal to the LGBT community now, so that's important. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> man. Uh, so here's a this is an interesting thing today. Well, not today, a couple of days ago. So you guys see that I ended up with an SV650. I do. All right. So I ended up we with a, a V a Weestrom. Yeah. Exactly. And, and so, it's you know, blue. That's an interesting. I've never seen that color before. Really? No. No that that color is called Suzuki. Oh. So for the past 20 years, if Suzuki didn't know what color to paint something, blue. that's the color blue it got. But there's not, I can't see him be a lot. that on GSXRs. For, I mean, yeah, that, but that not we, yeah. I, but like Weistrom. I used to actually like, think that was called GS500, that color. But oh, uh, I, 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 okay, yeah. I give you that. It's yeah. a, a sport bike. But like, what, like I've, listen, every adventure dude that's ever wanted to be an adventure dude at right. some point buys a Weistrom. And they're great bikes. Yeah, oh yeah. But I've been around a thousand. And I've only seen black, white, and silver. I've never seen the blue before. Yeah, they're, um, and they did, I mean, they did make a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So they are in a lot of different colors, but that's Suzuki blue. I, you know, I've had SV six fifties that were that color, which the, the V strom is an SV six fifty on stilts basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always loved SV six fifties, never had a bad one. And, but I've never, I've, I've only owned V stroms in a, a transient way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm, I'm trading this into you today and maybe you might get to ride it someday, but or maybe because it's a V-Strom, somebody's going to walk in the door and just be like, is that for sale? And you'll be like, yes, it's for sale. By all means, buy it. And off they fuck, you know, and they're gone. So V-Stroms have never waited around here. And even V-Strom, big V-Stroms, V-Strom 1000s, never waited around, around here. So it was kind of a funny thing that we had a customer that came in to have his bike serviced. And whilst we were servicing his bike and taking care of his... his servicing his bike. No, that doesn't work. Okay. Okay. It's still just servicing his bike. If, if I would have said while, while we were engaging his member, then that would have been different. You could have worked with that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So would you say that when If I would have said we were just, you know, we were restroking his shaft... <laughs> You could have worked with that. Right, right. But if it's just surfacing his bike. Yeah, right. Surfacing? Yeah. Don't, don't work too hard for that. Yeah, right. you're, you're good. It's fine. So did he end up with a strombone? He ended up with a, <laughs> a rusty strombone? You made him no. a Yes, yeah. I like it. So, uh, so it was funny, but while he was in having this, you know, this Moto Guzzi, you know, V85 TT that he just bought, serviced, he goes, you buy bikes here. I never thought about that. 
<laughs> what? What a fucking You mean you mean the, the valve works both ways? Mm-hmm. No. And I kind of was playing around a little bit because you know I'm getting punchy. And he goes, he goes, no, no, really, do you guys buy a bike here? And he, I said, if it's something I like, I buy it. But usually somebody has to end up fucking a hat. But right. <laughs> like most of the time, people are like, well, I want to trade in my, you know, right. Zongshen Chang Lee fuck dog, whatever the hell, you know, or some half broken Ducati. Yeah. Right. And so 90% of what people want to trade in here, I don't want to have in my world. Right. And you guys have all seen the good ones. Like you got every single person at this table has seen the bikes where I'm like, dude, just traded in that PC 800 and I couldn't be happier. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, fuck yeah. We're doing well, you've great. You've all seen it. All of us scramble to try to find a way to buy whatever yep. you brought in. <laughs> yeah. And usually yeah. that works pretty good too. Yeah, right. But I mean, I've got some great trades. I got... You know, Trail 125 on a trade. I got a Super Cub on a trade. He's like the whaling boat, and we're like, yes. Up <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> throw that one back. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> or you just, no, or it's that thing. It was just like, you're kind of seeing it first. You're, you're getting the exposure to the oh. thing. Damn, that's pretty nice. Holy shit. Don't let, Phil, don't let Phil price it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you better get it to him when he's had some whiskey in his veins. Yeah. yeah. Just remember, Phil doesn't always. <laughs> no, I was going to say. Oh, um, the, how but, much should I, how much did you pay for that, Phil? Right. Well, define paid. (laughs) Sometimes it's a nine-way deal. Sometimes we can't figure out what I paid for it. $12,000. That's usually the answer. Whatever it is. Well, What year is that thing? It's the... Oh three maybe oh six. Okay, it's fuel injectables. So it's the fuel injectables came in around right. 2013. I could run over there and no, but it's uh, it's either an 03 or an 06, but it's it's fuel injected. That's okay. all I give a fuck so about. So back to the story. Thank you. So back to the story. So he goes, well, it's V-Strom, and I go, oh, V-Strom, and he's, I said, is it fuel injected? That's the only question because there's only two types of V-Stroms on the planet. Yep. Well, Weestroms. There's a 650 non-fuel injected and a 650 fuel injected. You don't want the 650 non-fuel injected. You do want the 650 fuel injected. There's also the XT, which has the schnavel and the fucking uh, um, uh, spoky wheel. That's extraordinarily modern. Yeah. That's like a 14 plus. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. Anyway. Yeah, the same. So I'm like, yeah, fuel injector, right? You can fuel injector. I said, how many miles? I said, less than 200,000. He goes, yeah, less than 200,000. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, okay. Oscar, how, uh, what's, the, uh, what's the year on the side? 05. 05, all right. I think its title is an 06, yeah. Anywho, the guy's super nice, brings in all cool extra stuff, soft bags for the side. It's got a gear position indicator in case you don't know what gear you're in. It tells you in 300-point font, that you're in position five or position six. But what's funny is when you downshift and go down to first, it takes it a few seconds to catch up. So you're like, you're like, click, 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 click one. And it goes four, three, two, one. Ground floor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everybody off. And it's hilarious. But I, you know, so he brings it in and I go, yeah, well, what do you want for this? And I'm going over it. It needs tires. You know, it's fine. The one fork's leaking a tad, you know, what have you. And I'm like, what do you want for it? And he goes, what do you give me? And I'm like, no, 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 see you, bye. And I'm like, I'm going back in. I'm like, you don't want to sell this motorcycle. And that's my new thing. Sellers have to name their price, period. If you can't name your price, you're not selling your bike. You are asking the universe what your bike is worth. You're hoping for a generous appraisal, but you have no fucking idea what your bike is worth. So that's fine. 
I'm not going to both educate you and give you money. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to tell you how to do your job as I'm paying you to do your job, right? That's that's a whole different thing. That's you called know, training, and I get paid for that. You know, it might be kind of fun. Yeah. Be like, we start out with a base of $1,000. Oh, and yeah. You yeah, need right. to tell me why I need to pay you Go more up, than right. $1,000. Exactly. <laughs> so what is your... So he basically said, he goes, well... Would you give me? And I was like, you can do it. And he goes, my boy, use your words. He goes, well, I said, what is the money that I could put in your hand right now in front of my store, right this minute, cash, that you'd be like, I did good today. Mm -hmm. And he goes, well, and I said, and you didn't have psychotics come to your house off of Craigslist. You didn't have axe murdering father rapers show up at your house off of Facebook Marketplace. It's all right here in public, in a nice, clean, well-lit environment that has working plumbing. I gave $500 off my uh, selling my dude my yeah. FJ just because I knew him and he wasn't a dick. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, before you show up, I'm just letting you know that right. I'm going to give you $500 off right. because I know you're not an ass. And you're not going to waste my fucking right. time. Right. And so I, the guy was like, 1300 And I said, is that your final offer? Hmm. And he said, Yes. And I said, now, if I say yes, you are not allowed to retroactively take any of the pieces off this motorcycle. Yeah. Because it is famous in my shop oh, for yeah. people saying, well, I got to get my GV box. Yeah. I got to get my... got to take the Owens off. I got to pull... I, I clearly... I've got to pull that windshield off. Yeah. And clearly, I've got to take the Olean suspension. No. Oh, dude, come on. Right? No. No, no, no. It's exactly the way it sits. Saddlebag, whatever the fuck. That's the way I'm buying that bike. And he goes, mm, okay, 1300 And I went, okay, great. And I went in, I got $1,300, came out, gave him $1,300. And off he fucked. Very fair deal. Ladies and gentlemen, it still happens. Yeah. I couldn't be happier. Yeah. I rode the fucking thing. It does everything it's supposed to do. It's wait, wait. 20% less good than a Versys. Did you ride it before you made the deal? Yeah, I did. I wrote it on the block. Okay. Yeah, I wrote it on the block. Yeah. Buy a bike without riding. Yeah, I wrote it on the block. Yeah, but I heard it. I got through all the gears. I heard it had like twenty-seven percent more horsepower than. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote it the other day. Coming from you. I wrote it. You know. I wrote it home uh, because the weather got nice. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what fucking happens. And there's still salt on the roads and bullshit like that. So I was like, I'm not riding anything I own. So (laughs) I was like, screw it. Let's put the let's put this bike. You know, it's got two tired. I mean, two tires. I mean, two tired tires. And I was like, let's do it. And I rode the thing home and it ran really nice and it didn't miss a beat. It's a $1,300 bike with an $1,100 exhaust system on it. <laughs> and in my opinion, that is like, that is clearly the, you know, he, he put a lot of money into little things like the, you know, the pannier holders and all that stuff. He put a lot of money into little stuff. And I can tell it has progressive fork springs in it. It's doing the thing, though, when the front brakes, the fluid hasn't been changed frequently enough. So you grab a handful of front brakes and it goes, you know, it's like stutters because you know there's stiction. There's all kinds of things in that master cylinder that aren't supposed to be there. So I got to do that. So I'll do a bunch of things to it and I'll put different tires on it. But I got to say, drives great. Certainly, certainly better than any $1,300 Vespa I've bought in the past, you know, three years. So yeah, the deals are still out there, guys. How many miles are out? I don't know. Not a lot. 
Yeah. Well, for Vistrom, not a lot. It's anything under like 70,000. So like, no, no, I think it might be 18,000. Oh, that's not. Yeah, I think it might like be 18,000. I think it might be third set of tires kind of thing. Yeah. So I have a PSA if you guys want to hear it. Oh, sure. So, and I, I don't care if, if there's any lawsuits, you can bring it directly to me. Okay, fair enough. Um, Seems fair. So a year and a, about a year and two months ago, I tried to order some four sets in stock luggage supports from Bike Bandit. Okay, for 114 For which bike? For my Triumph. Okay, for your Triumph. And right. they didn't come, and they didn't come, and they didn't come. Right. And so I sent a bunch of emails, and nobody responded. And I made a bunch of calls, nobody responded. Okay. Yeah. And then I finally just bombarded. One day I spent three hours waiting, and I finally got through to somebody. And she's like, oh, no problem, sir. Yeah, I don't know why it showed in stock, because they're unobtainium and whatever. And so she's like, we'll issue a refund. It'll be there in 24 hours. Fine. Okay. A week later, nothing. Two weeks later, nothing. A month later, nothing. More calls, nothing. Call to the Better Business Bureau. They're like, oh, they won't respond to our calls. We can't do anything. And this is which company? Bike Bandit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, well, finally, well, the Bandit is in the I was going to say, it's in the fucking name, right? right? All right? (laughs) Just checking. Now it's to the point that it's been a year and two months. So it's 14 months of dealing with this. I've got nothing. Okay. So I called the Better Business Bureau again, and they said, oh, well, since you last called, we see you, you called here a year ago. Okay. And um, we've had 5,675 complaints. Against the bandit of bikes? Of, of bike bandit. But they've for, got such a cute black Labrador. But here's the thing. They're taking people's money, and they're shipping nothing. Yeah, I know. They are pretty much out of business, oh, yeah. but they have not stopped taking people's money. So anybody yeah. listening to this, yeah. do yourself a favor and just do not shop. At yeah, I can confirm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's, just get in on the class action lawsuit. Yeah, eventually it's going to place happen. one order, just enough to get in on the class action lawsuit. Yeah. Um, that is, and not for nothing, we have customers that come here, mm-hmm. and we we're very generous, probably wrongly so, about letting people supply their own parts. Sure. And you know, we we understand people have the best of intentions. You know, if I buy the parts myself, I can put the parts on myself, and then life gets in the way. Let me take it to the shop and have them do it. And so for a while there, we would just let people bring some parts in and we'd do them for them. And we started noticing that all the bike bandit stuff wasn't the right parts. Yeah. They're just and, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. So I told the, the customer several times, I was like, man, I can tell you right off the bat, this is not a stator for a GSX-R750. Right? I'm like, this is not what it is. And I'm like, and if you look at the packaging that it came in, it is not a stator for a GSX-R750. Do me a favor. Yeah. So you can look up pretty much anything on Google, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any a company? Sure. And what happens when it first looks it up? It gives you the name of the company and then the Google reviews. Correct. Do yeah. bike band. I will do that. Somehow they paid money. There's oh, yeah, yeah. No well, that's reviews. called, yeah. There's oh, no, yeah, yeah. There's no reviews. There's no reviews. Yeah, there's no reviews. So, yeah, for the people that are interested, you it is true. There are not. There is not ein fucking review listed on their website. Um, not even website, on Google. On Google, on yeah. Google, right. On Google, there is no fucking reviews even on the right hand side where it gives you the synopsis of what they are and yeah there's no reviews well but how do they do that how how did they get google to take down their fucking reviews they don't know money i was gonna say i was gonna say i i can give you the name of money to google i was gonna say i can i can give you the name of reputation management company that rhymes with google and they take money that's it yeah right so you know you know in addition to your full retail premium solid gold boner package for you know, search engine optimization here at Google yeah. or Alphabet Company, sure. we would also like to offer you the special gold-plated boner package of reputation management. Yeah, no reviews. Right, no, exactly. Yeah, right. right. 
would you like to go and remove your own negative reviews? Right. Right. Yeah. So I think you're right. You're absolutely right. Listeners, stay the fuck away. There's a thousand other places to get shit. Don't go to them. Yeah. And it's, it is consistent that we've had a number of people extraordinarily upset with, uh, with what's going on there. And, and you know, last year, (laughs) and last year their revenue was only $35 million. So yeah. And they only shipped like $7 worth of parts out for all of (laughs) this. Well done guys. Every single person got a Chinese, uh, a Chinese Elite 250 speedometer. No, they didn't get anything. Oh. And the oh. best part well, is... I wonder is if like, it's all out on those uh, those ships that are oh, tied yeah, up. Oh, yeah, the ships know. that are just circling randomly. Yeah. Yeah. When I called, when I called, when I finally got through, because like I was I was trying to find finally some help. Finally got through to... Triumph. Bike. So Triumph Band. Cleveland gave me a number to the Triumph. The Bandit of Bikes. The big, like, the company, right? And so Triumph, the main distributor said, those parts have not shipped from any Triumph dealer in 10 years. Wow. So they don't, there's no way that they have these parts. And yet they listed four in stock on their website. They never had them. They stopped making them in 2010 or something. Yeah. Yeah. But that has been something that we know of in this industry for a long time is Bike Bandit is the company that will swipe your card. They'll run your card. They'll swipe your card. They'll take your money. money. And then they'll wait for you to complain about the parts not coming. Because only about 30% of the people will follow through and complain about the parts not coming. So it's crazy when you've actually followed through and tried to file everything and they don't give a fuck. No, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. But then again, that's charlatan horseshit Let me ask you something as a a company owner, right? Right. What, so... If you have ten thousand one hundred and fifty dollar sales, right? But they're all individuals, right? Like, what are you liable for? Like, if like, and then think about like, so maybe yeah. like five percent of the people are actually going to pursue a lawsuit. Well, Chris had it nailed. Chris, Chris said it all when he said class action lawsuit, because until you have a class action lawsuit together, I have worked with numerous companies that have put shitty product after shitty product, stuff that we knew was dangerous, mm-hmm. out in the world. And like, wouldn't call a recall a recall. It was a performance modification. Mm. And these are, meanwhile, these are brakes that don't work. Right. So until enough sp- widows uh, get together and pool their pool their collective life insurance money sure. to pay for an attorney to realize that yeah, an an unfriendly number of these motorcycles transmissions break, or an unfriendly number of these motorcycles rear brakes gets sucked into the back wheel or something. Mm -hmm. Until there's a class action lawsuit, there is some department at every motorcycle company and every parts company that says, hmm, I think we could let shit go bad for about $300,000 before we actually have to fix it. Hmm. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. And, or we're willing to let 21% of our customers die until a lawyer comes and tells us or never come back. It's exactly right. And in the motorcycle industry, especially it has turned into that thing. I mean, there's this Revzilla Partzilla, you know, monstrosity. And then there's the, the bike bandit thing. And pretty much everyone else is just like, I need parts for my motorcycle. I'm like, okay, yeah, I know you need parts for your motorcycle. Do you have parts for my motorcycle? I'm like, yeah, give me the year making model. Well, it's a 90... 14. No, it's not a 90, 14. Yeah. It's an 80 cherry. Cherry's not a number. It's blue. It's a Yamaha, <laughs> Yamaha, Yamaha. Yeah, exactly. It's, and then it comes into that. I'm like, okay, just help me out a little bit. Is it a Honda? I always start with that. Is well, it a it's, Honda? It's red. And they're like, is a Yamaha a Honda? No, it's a no. Yamaha. It's a Yamamama. 250. Yamamama 250, <laughs> motherfucking best dirt bike ever. So, uh, but this is everyday conversation here at the shop. And people call and they don't know what part they need. And you're, you're kind of like, how can you not know what you need? And then you realize they don't, realize know, what they they don't know what bike they have. 
Now, here's the weird thing. I can tell you the model number for that TV over there. <laughs> I bought it 21 years ago or something like that. Like, my brain works that way. I can also tell you within a number or two, right, the model number of virtually every motorcycle in my garage. Mm-hmm. And there's at least 20 in there, right? I can tell you without looking that this is a formerly IBM ThinkPad, now Lenovo T450. Mm-hmm. And I've had it a very long time and not had to order Einpart for it. But I'm aware of things I pay money for, right. even when they only cost $700. Mm-hmm. I've got people that spent the soft side of $10,000 and don't know <laughs> what fucking company they're sitting on. Right. But you don't have to memorize it. You can look at it just like Oscar walked over. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, yeah. It's there <laughs> right, right. at your house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Walk with the phone. Yeah. And you're calling the- me. Yeah. Ain't that the fucking truth, man? Yeah. When you when, And that is, if you work in a motorcycle shop for more than two weeks, you will have no hair left because you'll just be like, oh boy. Can you, know? you send me pictures? The, the, here's one I can tell you if you want to hang up, a, if you want to hang up a call real fast. Can you work on my bike? No. Just hang up. Just stop right now. Just hang up. <laughs> hang up. Go in the kitchen. Get out a really dull butter knife <laughs> and just stab the back of your hand with it once, just fast, because it'll be over in, in seconds. And you can walk out. You've had a little cleansing. It's great. And the phone will ring again because they think they got disconnected. <laughs> and so now when you pick up the phone, I recommend Mario's Pizza. Yeah. Because you're going to look at the phone. We look at every fucking phone. Like, we want to see the phone number for every human that calls in, and and we watch it carefully. Caller ID is the most important thing we got going. And it is, uh, for us, yeah, I'm getting a little, yeah, getting a little, uh, Oscar, what'd you do, Oscar? I don't know if it's coming through in the podcast, but it's definitely no, it's not, jumping it's in my not ears. not coming in the machine. Okay, it's all right, good. It's just us. It's just yeah, Oscar. Yeah, it's a, but, but yeah, if you work in a motorcycle shop for a week or two weeks, you are going to fucking hate people. And you might stop riding motorcycles. You might. Yeah. You might do decoy ducks. You might do any number of fucking strange things because you're going to be like, man, I thought we were a brotherhood. And you're like, oh, no, 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 no. You don't want to be lumped in with with these people. You just really don't. Working in a motorcycle shop can be very fucking challenging. And it is funny too, because when people come in and they, they'll walk in, they'll have their keys in their hand and you'd be like, yeah, sure, cool. You, you dropping off your bike? Yeah, I'm dropping off your bike. Okay, cool. That, that's great. Um, and what kind of bike you got out there? I got a Faggio. I'm like, what? Uh-huh. Faggio? <laughs> that happens twice a week. Faggio. Yep. A Faggio? Nope. It's with an F. Oh, okay. Yep. It's with an F. Like vagina. No, just Faggio. Um, I also have two twice this week. I had people coming in to pick up their Peugeots. Peugeots. Yep. Two people came in this week to pick up their Peugeots. Yep. That's true. That happens. You got it. Yeah. Senility is a, a sad thing. No, Chris's bike has been parked in my shop all winter long. Senility is a sad thing. <laughs> and Chris's bike, Chris's bike gets the record, the award-winning record for watching people walk past his bike and pronounce it twice quietly to themselves. And then they test it one time just to see if they got it right. <laughs> and it's hilarious. Cause they're like, you can see them. You can see their mouth moving. Janus. And you're like, <laughs> and they, you see them, they look at each other and maybe Janus. Jan- Jan- <laughs> 
<laughs> what year? What year is this? What year is this Janus? Because they're not going to say Janus, and they're not going to say Janus, Janus, or Janus. <laughs> and I'm like, be Janus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Euro. Oh, yeah. Why don't we start doing that? Oh shit, Janus. It's, it's the, the anus. It's the anus. The J is silent like the P in swimming. Oh Get my God. That's an right. oily, leaky anus <laughs> away from me. <laughs> <laughs> your anus, anus. <laughs> <laughs> the J is silent. You're underpowered <laughs> for the Hanus. Greasy right. anus. It's great. People come every fucking time these people come in and they are wanting nothing I more. I you on the highway. I saw. They're, they want nothing more Jesus than to pronounce the word. Janus. Jesus <laughs> built my Hanus. <laughs> Hanus built my Hanus. Yeah, uh, it's fucking true. And it, the Benelli's are great because I do get a lot of Bonelli's. I get a lot of Bonelli's and I got a lot of Bonelli's. I get a lot of Banali's, which is that seems to be a very, very popular brand of bikes around here is the Banali's. Well, yep. Phil too is really excited because yeah. he was asking me about the bikes. He finally was hanging out in the garage. Yeah. And he's like, so what's the little green one? I'm like, is that a Grom? I'm like, no, 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 it's a Benelli. He's like, like the shotgun? Yes. <laughs> oh. He was super excited about that. <laughs> yeah, the United States military, the Marines are now getting all Benelli shotguns. Uh, so right now it's, because okay. we've had Mossberg 500s in our military for quite a long time, which is a damn fine choice. And, you know, prior to that, different brands. But so Benelli got the contract and the Marines are getting them first. The Marines have the Benelli's right now and then they're moving on, but they have another shotgun in the military that actually is engineered to go under the barrel of an M4. So it's a little, but, but it's a single shot. Like it's a magazine. It's got a little box magazine underneath it. I think four or five rounds, but it has a giant charging handle on the side and it is not gas operated. It is fucking bolt action. And it's basically just to turn your M4 personal weapon into a uh, master lockpick. Yeah, door breach. It's yeah. a door breaching gun. Yeah. So you basically just go kachaka chaka and you you go for the hinges and yeah. then that's it. Ooh. And just you you never have to set down your M4. I mean, that's fine if it's a zip gun and you're just like. Yeah, it's basically Ooh. what it is. It's a zip gun. Ooh. Carries four rounds. Or if the zombies yeah. get too close yeah. and right. you need to clear the zombies. Right. But it's like, it's barely technically a shotgun. Single action shotgun. It's a single, it is a very, very rudimentary shotgun. But again, I am of the camp of stop putting things on other guns. <laughs> Quit. I know the idea is, okay, well, I want to have one gun and it's got another gun under it and then it's got a rocket launcher you and then it's got a grenade a launcher. You having a machine gun mounted to your tank gun. That's a different idea. Yes. <laughs> that's the same operating system. Oh. Right. Yeah, that's a that that, that is basically I'm the difference saying, between this is between, this is the difference between we had a setting for that said dance. In gun news, yeah. uh Caltech yeah. uh sent four hundred uh SU two thousand nine millimeter folding guns to Ukraine. What? Just oh, recently. Yeah, a Get lot the of hell out of here. Manufacturers are just like, Hey guys, we, we got your backs, man. This is it's all yeah, about freedom. Cool. Here, here's 400 of these guns. You know what? Good. We, uh, Merritt and I booked a couple of Airbnbs we don't plan on visiting. <laughs> you fuck it, man. I mean, what the hell? And then we did, uh, we, we gave a couple of bucks to UNICEF, you know, and, but uh, the funny thing with Airbnb is, uh, generally speaking, well-meaning people that look like me decided, hey, we're going to do the cool thing. We're going to book some Airbnbs, you know, that we're not going to go to. Mm. You know, who wants to go to Kiev this time of the year anyway? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, they, this time of the war. 
St. Patty's Day, the parades yeah, the whole are shit. fucking parades are shit. Yeah, the whole well, thing. So wait, right. so going back to that. Yeah. Um, like I think after the podcast a yeah. week ago, or whatever, you were telling us about a group that you look at, and the guys were leaving to go and and help. Yeah, they're in. I mean, so like, yeah, they, yeah. they posted any uh, all, updates or anything? They're all feeding back tons of information. There's a lot of it. If you guys want, I'll give it, I'm going to give a blatant plug. Uh, so there's a, a former soldier that has a YouTube channel, and his YouTube channel is called Task and Purpose. Hmm. So Task and Purpose. It is great if you would like to see what's happening in the military from the mindset of a military person who doesn't just post the Ukrainian victories. He also posts the Russian victories. So you kind of have a balanced report of mm. how things are actually going because a lot of the media here in the West is just all about the Ukrainians did another awesome thing today. Right. And as far as you know, the, the Russians are just walking through the country, dragging their dick in the dirt. Yeah, propaganda right? sucks. Right. But, and that's, that's true. So I'm sure, sure some people ate shit when a Russian tank came around the corner. Game, game on. Right. Okay. So yeah, it's not all just Ukrainians just mopping up the floor with the Russians. But the thing is, so if you do watch Task and Purpose as a YouTube channel, it is a very authentic because it's taken from, this channel is curated and put together by a United States Cavalry Scout. And so they're kind of the salt of the earth. They're almost as dumb as infantrymen. They're slightly smarter than, they know how to not be dismounted all the time, right? right? So, you know, at least they can run into a Bradley if they have to, again, Give them a lot of credit. Good for them. But for people who are sitting at their on their beautiful, warm couch here in the Midwest of America, and you want to know what's happening in Ukraine, and you don't just want to get a Fox News opinion or a CNBC opinion, there are some other sources. I do a lot of Al Jazeera and BBC. But there's, there's, yeah. um, so th- I thought I found this pretty cool. It's a story about these guys. They basically like were Ukrainians that were in love with Top Gear. <laughs> so, so they had they had kind of a YouTube channel I like this and, already and a podcast where yeah. like they were doing stuff and like doing reviews yeah. and doing all this stuff that was very reminiscent of Top Gear mm. right right but when all this shit went down they had they were purchasing at the time before it started three hoopties like a VW with 180,000 miles and yet it was still fucking like a rocket yeah and all this other stuff so they took these and they put like flags on them and they made them into news cars and so now these like the podcast dudes that were just basically like us. I like, saw this the other day. Fucking idiots, yeah, yeah. They're running around in front of all yeah. the shit, capturing real news and feeding it to yeah. the people that need to know yeah. about it. Yeah. So they've become like the vigilante news force right. and they're measly just a bunch of fucking idiots like us. And you know, the trouble too is that whole, the days of putting a red cross on the side of something or the word no, press on the side matter, of the cross, yeah. that used to mean something. I mean, we all watched MASH when we were growing up and <laughs> there used to be a little honor among that. And now if you've got the word press... You're it dead. just means press your luck, man. You are fucked. Get out there in a car that says press on the side, and right. you are easily identifiable. I think they just had a red cross thing. I don't think they actually <laughs> yeah. said press. Whatever. But anyway, well, I mean, being sneaky. I, I mean, we've watched a couple of we watched a couple of press vehicles get lit up yeah. recently, and well, it's like unabashedly lit. I don't up. think, but I don't think we're used to this kind of thing because we've gotten kind of used to the embedded, yeah. you know, press yeah. with that's going in with our troops when mm. when we went to you know Iraq right. and Afghanistan mm-hmm. and stuff, yeah. and this is like. We're not embedded with the Ukrainians, you right. know, like well, there. So there's not all this footage of all this fighting and stuff like that. Absolutely mm. true. Yep. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's. I I'm mean, a little disappointed though because I've always, I've wanted to buy one and I'm just about ready to pull the trigger. So on a sub two thousand. And I'm like, well, they just oh, they just dumped four hundred over there, so there's not, <laughs> not going to be any sales on them anytime soon. Yeah, I think it's pretty funny. They and basically the long and short of it is, I guess they had an order. 
So they had an order that was worth $200,000. And of course the, the order got, because you know, they got to buy food, you know, or water or whatever the fuck it is. And uh, so they weren't buying guns, not from these dudes in Florida. So the dudes in Florida were like fucking ship them. Yeah. That's cool. I give them credit, man. There was a lot about it too. Like it's hard for like, if we just wanted to gather up a bunch of guns and send them to Ukraine, it's difficult for us. Yes, it is. But they already have all the inner, they were able to in four days get the approval to ship them there because they've already shipped guns to Ukraine. Well, and especially like if you're a company that's at least sustainable, Mm -hmm. like you're not going to go out of business. That is a fucking really respectful, like you're like, if you believe in the second amendment and the thing of like keeping people free and shit, that is the one. The what else can you gonna do? Another, That's the, the other thing. company with the company that it's a uh, uh, armor or uh, arm group or whatever mm-hmm. armco or something that yeah. owns gunbroker.com. Right. Uh, they uh, they sent a pallet of a million rounds of seven six two over there. Wow. Wow. Hey, you want to hear a joke? I always want to hear a joke. Here's a joke for you. All right. Light up. Three missionaries were in the foreign land trying to convert the natives. One day the missionaries are walking and they were taken hostage by the natives who then took them back to their king. The king on his throne of bones looked at the three scared missionaries and after a long silence, the king asked the first missionary, death or bunga bunga? The first missionary looked around and worried, not knowing what bunga bunga was. He replied, bunga bunga. Ten natives then took him, strapped him to a tree and savagely raped the missionary and sent him on his way. The king then looked at the second missionary and spoke, death or bunga bunga? The missionary stood thinking, I don't want to get raped, but I definitely am not ready to die. So then he answered to the king, bunga bunga. Quickly he was grabbed, strapped to the tree, and savagely and forcefully raped by 20 natives. His ass was totally destroyed, but like the first, he was set free. Finally, the king addressed the last missionary, death or bunga bunga. The missionary thought, I can't go through life after this type of abuse. (laughs) There's just no way I could live with myself. He boldly answered the king, I choose death. At which point, the king quickly replied, death. But first... Bunga bunga. bunga. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say death by oh, bunga bunga. So the guy, right. so at the end of the guy says, "I choose death," and everybody goes boo. <laughs> and the wise chief looks at everybody and says, "Death, death by bunga bunga." <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got one more. So terrible. Yeah. One more? Every, everybody knew that joke. That one's been around. It's uh, mine was root new. That's how it wasn't booga booga. Was Campbell, cannibal father and son. Cannibal father and son are out looking for food in the local <laughs> park. In the local park. An obese guy comes by and the son asks, Dad, should we eat him? Father answers, No, my son. You have too much fat. We'll get tired for days. <laughs> a little while later, a skinny man walks by and the son says, What about him, Dad? Should we eat him? I says, No, my son. He has nothing but skin and bones. We will have to hunt again soon. After a while, a gorgeous woman walks by, and the son says, What about her, Dad? She looks delicious. She looks edible. The father answers, No, my son. We take her home. 
and eat your mom instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bravo. Uh, uh, oh, the sad man. part is, though, the sad part is, is that at this table, yeah. it would be completely reversed because all of our women would be like, oh, we're going to eat this fucking ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, guaranteed. I'd be tired for days. <laughs> tired for days. <laughs> My wife has said that. Yeah. She's like, if you died on me, I wouldn't be able to get you off of me. If I could, yeah, I'd right. die because you'd be, yeah. you'd be laying on top of me. I'd suffocate. <laughs> and then the other thing is her, her dream is to eat one of my legs. She's like, if it was like tough times and you got killed, I could like totally eat. This is like a huge ham. I could just I can live off your leg for like a month. I'm like, do it. John, do it. Jesus John, that's, that's true love. That's true love. To nourish I, your I family? Give, I give myself yeah, to Yeah, to nourish yeah. your family. Uh-huh. Yeah. It'll be homicide. <laughs> you know, you got to tell her, though, for the next three years, I need to have that, that meat massaged perfectly mm-hmm. so that it's ready yeah. for you when you're ready to eat oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. marbling, and you got to be fed with a, a yeah. lot of beer. A lot of beer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. eat my liver because it's like Oh, speaking raw. of beer, yes. <laughs> they, they did a test. So with gas prices as high as they are, yeah. Just to let you know, yeah. when you average out the cost of beer and stuff, most right. humans walk about 900 miles a, um, a year right. yeah. and drink about 22 gallons of beer. Right. It comes out to 41 miles per gallon. <laughs> so yeah. we're, doing, uh, we're doing all right. I'm doing about okay. 13. <laughs> That's not doing too bad. So Hoff is like reconsidering his shit now. He's like, wait a minute. I'm more um, like an RV or a dump truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, my kid, kid's truck got 28 miles to a gallon today. So Oh, really? Nice. That's pretty damn good. So is that my Nissan? Yeah, for, it's twenty-eight. For, I got twenty. I'm averaging twenty-eight. For the for the modern pickup truck, right? To get that, that's pretty fantastic. So, uh, Merritt and I last last week, Merritt and I went out and we did a little reconnoitering for our distinguished gentleman's ride. Nice. So whether or not you want to do it. The Single Gentleman's Ride's coming, and it's coming on Sunday, May 22nd. And apparently from your post, we're heading to middle of nowhere, East Cleveland, to get murdered. No. <laughs> Several down. I'm just asking. No. no. He posted. I'm just saying. Don't presuppose anything. Right. Here's the plan. <laughs> no. But I'm going to need some help with this. There were two cannibals yeah, in the park. <laughs> so here's the plan. The plan is I want to do a... Ride of the flats, but never leave the flats. But I'm going to make a passport, not a Honda passport, but that will be part of the theme. And I want this to be the small bikes DGR. We've been doing this for a very long time. I mean, anybody who knows us knows we've been doing DGR for quite a while. And we've done all kinds of different rides. Okay, and it doesn't seem like you know. If we start at eleven, I get yelled at because it's too early. If we start at one, I get yelled at. It's too late. Ah, eh, whatever. So here's the plan. The plan is we're gonna meet up at a spot, and then we're gonna do about a one hour ride of parts of the Cleveland Flats that have not been accessible for the past twenty mm. years due to excessive gunfire or debris on the roadway, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because the Flats has actually really fucking turned a corner. Mm -hmm. And there are parts of the flats that straight up are nice now. So Merritt and I did something that I haven't done in, well, ever. And that is I did a fusganger. I did a a walk, a walkabout. So Merritt and I did a walkabout and we went in at Sokolowski's. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, yeah. And we walked around the goddamn flats. Dead now, though? What do you mean dead? So- Sokolowski's is It's gone. for sale. Okay. And if yeah. you have a cool $3 million, oh, yeah. well, you yeah. can buy a Cleveland icon. That's funny you did this because Peg- Piper and I just went for a drive. Pe- Peggy was like, why don't you guys get out of the house? Go right. do something. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, we'll just go for a drive. We'll see what kind of trouble yeah. we So we started off in the car. We went to the Cleveland sign overlook. Yep. Took the cat with us. You know, pushed me. <laughs> but we did. But we, but we ended up, it, it ended up turning into the seedy underbelly of Cleveland right. drive. I took her, you know, we went downtown. We went this down. This is where daddy buys Coke. <laughs> I bet you I bang that whore. <laughs> this is where I used to get rid of stolen cars. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, Chocolate Thunder. Hey, how's it going? Point lighting. Yeah. Cops are coming up like, John, we told you, you're not allowed right. back here yeah. anytime soon. But we ended up yep. down in the flats yep. and cruising around. All the nice new stuff that's down in the flats is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But then meandered back you know, yeah. past Merwin's Wharf and yep. stuff, checked uh, out the skate park. But then the one bridge is closed, and then we like kind of went yep. on the... What would be the West Bank, but then back in there and stuff. Or, oh, yeah. And then back over to East Bank and East Bank up towards, like, when you get into the West 41st Street area. You got like, it. Opposite yeah. side of the tracks. I'm like, yep. hey, that's where a crackhead threw a stone at me when I was working as a cop. All these areas that when we used to have our shop on West 25th Street, I would bolt out of the shop and I would sneak around down yeah, yeah. in these villages of homeless these yeah. ewok villages of homeless people and i would go blast through there on dirt bikes or i blast through there on scooters and just kind of be like burp, 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 and and kind of rip through and then you know they you know graffiti if, everywhere yeah and people living in tents and you know you know it was where all of your stolen possessions went went to go to barter town and that uh, one place down there by the tracks is where yeah. every like stolen cars go yeah. to burn that's exactly right <laughs> but now it's beautiful so, so I think that's pretty cool. Oh, there's still a couple okay. of spots. Don't get me wrong. We're not, not where I went, but right. I'm sure you found places. Yeah, there Th- there's are- plenty. And because it is now, a lot of those trails are maintained and funded by your United States National Park System. Oh, they did. Oh, yeah. So there is the trail. And yep. like one of those is uh, Firehouse 20, yep. which is right on the It's river. wired on the water. And I worked at that house. Walk right past and that's it. That's where they had the Calabrese, yep. which was the fireboat was exactly. there. And those that, guys have a right. sweet setup. Yes, they do. Hey, look, yep. we got the firehouse on the yeah. water. There's we a, a hell patio of... off the back with a grill, and the girls drive by. And it's wave. so cool. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty fucking cool. You know what? If, for the people out there that have a city that has fucked up lakefront or something, right. Petition to get the park service to take over. Exactly. Because, like, Whiskey yeah. Island sucked. Right. The park service took over, yeah. and, it's and now fucking it's amazing. amazing. It is amazing. And, like, and how many yeah. things have they done? They've, right. they've taken over, like, a whole bunch of shit. Edgewater. Edgewater, too. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Beautiful, man. They so did it was really an eyesore. It was really bad, and it was one of those things that was an embarrassment how dirty it was, how filthy it was, how you didn't want to go down there. It was yeah. a shooting gallery, which meant there's just dudes with heroin needles hanging out of their <laughs> fucking arms, right? And it was not cool, but now it's way cooler. So here's my jam. What if we did this? What if I printed up a passport and on the front of the passport, I had a picture of a passport because passports are cool, right? <laughs> and so anyway, but inside I would have six locations mm-hmm. and then I will give the people at those locations a stamp. Yeah. And you can get your passbook stamped at these six different locations. Mm-hmm. And so we'll go and we'll do a ride and we'll do a fuck off one hour ride that can't be beat that nobody will ever have to go over 40 miles an hour unless they're on one wheel, mm-hmm. right? So they can play that game if they want and rock on. And then we're going to get together at a, uh, uh, what do they call it? A clusterfuck. So we're going to get together at a clusterfuck. And then- then so where there's lubricosity? Yes, okay. exactly. Yeah. So we're going to get together at a clusterfuck and then people can venture out. 
sally forth, mm, yeah. proceed gaily. And they can go out and they can collect their stamps. So they can collect their stamps. And then here's my jam. I'm going to work with some of our sponsors. And if you've got more than four stamps in your book, we're in, you're going to be in the running for like some kind of cool prizes. Like yeah. A jacket from somebody, cool. a helmet from somebody, whatever. But if you get all six stamps in your book, then you're in for the, the, the big prize. Dude, you know who used yeah. to do this? Yeah. Do you remember Bunga fan- Bunga. Fantasy Coach? <laughs> <Bunga. Yeah. laughs> yeah. So Fantasy Coach works on Brook Park yeah. back in the early 90s. If like you, if you, if you had a windshield wiper installed on right. your car, there, yeah. they gave you an invite to sure. their thing. To their thing, yeah. And then it would be a road yeah. rally where yeah. like everybody's like, "Oh, it's going to be speeding." It's like, no, no, no. Just hit no. all the places, hit the spots, and if you hit all of them, your prize is. It's kind of like a poker run, but it's got a little mm-hmm. bit more of a world yeah, traveler yeah, yeah, vibe yeah. to mm-hmm. it. And the idea, but there's different levels. Like I like yeah. your idea of different levels because right. some people can't hang. They don't want to do it the whole day, right. you know, like yeah. whatever. So then today I was approached by. See if I got his card in my wallet still. I might, I might not. I don't know. I can't make any guarantees. But uh, so anyway, uh, so yes, by God, it's here. It's here. A veteran of many rides distinguished. A gentleman by any other description would be just as gentle and manly. It is Dan Davis, and he is the director of external relations as opposed to to the Internal. director of internal relations. That at, gets you pregnant. For, you don't like that. For Yanis? <laughs> at, at the Crawford Auto Museum. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, nice. So what they said is they'd like to help out a little bit. And since it's a Sunday event, they Dan came over with a great idea. And Dan said, okay, well, if you're going to start the event at 1, mm-hmm. right? Why don't we start a thing? Because the Crawford Auto Museum opens at 10. Yeah. So like, why don't we do mm-hmm. a thing? Why don't they have food trucks at the Crawford yeah. Auto Museum? You can go there. We'll make it a stamp. So we'll make it a stamp, and then they have food trucks there. You can go get a sna- you know, a snosh, a nosh, a, a blintz, whatever you got. And then you can go in and see the fancy shit at the Crawford. They got more motorcycles now, and they're doing another motorcycle display. Mm-hmm. Then, then after you've had your dose of, because you're dressed up. You need a bong and a pancake. A cheese and a blintz. Oh, right. A, smoke, and a, a smoke and a blintz. Yeah. Right. Then you can go, because you're already dressed up, and look, why not go to the Crawford Auto Museum? It's fucking fancy, people. Yeah, that's cool. That's some fancy shit. That's fancy shit. They got racing airplanes and everything in there. Yeah, the shit when Cleveland used to have racing airplanes. It's really it's cool, and cool. you can learn about stuff. So, And they got a bunch of motorcycles. So go in there, yep. get some good food, go in, enjoy it, and then show up to the stupid party I'm doing yep. at 1 p.m. called the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride. And then we'll send you out into the flats for an hour. Well, we'll go ride. We'll go ride with each other. It'd be awesome. But the It'd important part is yeah. you're on your own time. Right. Last time it was like yeah. meet here and you're going to spend three hours with us doing this, yeah. which kind of sucks if you don't right. have the time to do that. Well, and historically with the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride, the entire thing that we've done for now 12 years or whatever right. has always been, we're going to meet up at a Porco. We're going to meet up at a whatever parking Sterley's. lot. <laughs> what, it was good. <laughs> Look, I have no problem. And we've done, that was, there was the one year too, we found a spot that was in the flats that, yeah, that was right by St. Malachi. Yeah, yeah. And it was just down the hill from Malachi. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is never going to work. And it fucking worked great. Is that where you blocked off the roads? We blocked off the roads. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was cool. And, but it turns out like, We'd always just kind of get together and then everyone kind of walks around with their dick in their hand or says hi to friends and meets people. And then eventually, you know, we fuck off on a big ride. Well, this way it's going to be more like, okay, it's one o'clock. You guys are coming from a cool event. Mm -hmm. 
meeting up in the flats after getting some culture and getting some class and riding on the way to get there and, and riding from there, riding from the Crawford Auto right, Museum to, to the flats. Pretty badass. So are you going to yeah. have like, like at like four o'clock or something, are you going to have like the awards? Like I'm so glad here? you asked. Right. So the point is that once you are at your one o'clock, mm-hmm. so once we do our one o'clock ride and we, we go and ride around and stuff like that, and then we meet back at wherever the hell we're going to have our hang be. So I then where that might be. It could be anywhere, honestly, because really? whether or not staff meals happening can play mm. some, can make some uh, bearing okay, on that. Okay. So we'll see if that works out. But in any case, when you come back, you can, uh, Renee or Merritt had a great idea. It was like, just take a picture with you and your passbook and your bike yeah. and then email that in. So you can go home. You can go mow the lawn. You can keep your wife happy. Do whatever it is you do on Sunday that keeps you, you know, alive and well in the whole deal. Or wake up underneath your Vespa. Or wake up underneath your Vespa at 10.38 p.m. on a ride that started at 10 (laughs) a.m., right? right. right? So this idea would be that you could go around at your own pace and you could collect these scavenger hunt type locations and just take a picture of you and your bike and your fancy shit and just, oh, you know, and if you can't do a selfie, if you don't know how to do that, find a homeless person, give them your camera and then say goodbye to your camera. And there's so many good reasons why that's good. Yeah. Because one of the biggest flaws of group rides yeah. is that like I'm sure anybody that's been riding for more than five minutes has a group of people they're comfortable with riding yes mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. then you get these people that don't ride the way you ride and it becomes very dangerous to ride with all these people I think John and I discovered that apparently the maximum duration that people can hang on a Phil Waters engineered ride yeah. is 95% of the ride right and then when there's only 5% of the ride left or maybe 2% of the ride left, they, that's when we start oh, losing people. That's through. when we get people crashing into shit mm-hmm. and trying to go left to center at cars and Toro Toro bullshit. But like... Yeah, you either get too confident or yeah. you're too... Wear, you know, or you're, you're just tired. You're, 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 and, yeah. But well, you're also and, getting t- tired. Yeah. Yeah. And so since yeah. it's like on your own kind of thing, right. does that dispel some liability from the... I moto? don't get... Honestly... I know you don't care, but yeah, I'm just I saying, care. like, right. but I don't care. I think it might, you know. Yeah, like, you know what? I don't care. And DGR, DGR likes the idea of a short ride. Right. So we're going to finally, like, we're going to give DGR what they wanted, which is staying within the city center. Right. We're going to give DGR what they wanted, which is a shorter style ride. But the idea is we're going to have ancillary events. Well, so the idea being that you going going to the Crawford Auto and Aviation Museum, meeting up there, and then coming in, what is that? That's a mini ride. Right. And what kind of a ride is that? That's a sober ride. And what kind of ride is that? That's a Sunday at 12 noon. Well, and also, since you yeah. know it's not going to be 50 miles or something, right. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have a bike that they're like, I know this bike can make 20 miles. Yeah, and that's what we got a lot yeah. of. Yeah, right. so, I just said yeah. to Steve, I'm yeah. like, I got that old CT90. And it's just been, it needs a little bit here, a little right. bit there, but yep. maybe I could try to dust that off. And yeah, but you, yeah. you, you you'll risk it if you know it's going to be 15 or 20 miles. And the point being is in this ride, yeah. it may be 15 or 20 miles, but you're never more than a mile away. And well, so the idea, yeah. so Merritt had this great idea. What if we made the ride go from the top of the flats? Because the flats is a bowl. Yeah, right. So we go to places around the top of the flats so that if your bike ever dies, you just go, you just go downhill. You just go right down the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> and where do you think you're going to find us? At the, at bottom, the bottom, bottom, bottom of the bowl. Of the bowl. <laughs> so that's what we, Merit was, Merit was idea was like, yeah, you that's just set up idea. camp at the way, bottom of the bowl. Way down there where the brush won't reach. Yes. Merit's <laughs> like, if we set up base camp at the bottom of the bowl, and we make all the targets. That's, that's pretty cool. And John's the tidy bull man yeah. with the plunger in his hands. Saying, Look, please don't drop those big back bombs on me. 
fuck is that? I will. I. So I think that the idea, so what we need is I need a little bit of crowdsourcing and my little bit of crowdsourcing is I need people to tell me because as much as I would like to go to every bar in the flats, <laughs> I need to know which ones are open on Sunday, give or take 11 to one. Right. Brick right. and barrel. I know. Open on so Sunday. we know that yeah. I did check on brick and barrel. I checked on brew dog. Um, they, they have Harbor. a room in the back and they have a patio in the back. Right. That's hilarious. Piper Harbor in. Brew dog's parking lot could easily put 400 there bikes was in. There one place um, that had, yeah. it was sipping and I thought they went out of, I thought they uh, already went out of business and they're. Well, Brewdog? Yeah, then no, somebody, it's big. No, no but no, I think somebody. I thought they just said somebody bought them out. Don't Is that the one about, with the like? No, the, you're thinking of Thirsty Dog over there. Oh, that's when that went out of business. Yeah. Okay. Brewdog's still in business, and that's like but, Brewdog yeah, is Brewdog's back in there. Over I don't know on how like they're going to get Scranton. business. Yeah. They're just seriously a. It sounds a like we're okay, so. making beer and bottling it and selling it because yep. like it sounds like I'm going to have to open up Sleepy's ten dollar Miller Light stand. Uh, fucking on the corner of something, something. <laughs> the thing about the thing that works good about Brewdog is Brewdog has a ginormous patio that's right on Collision yeah, Bend, yeah, yeah. and there's no shit without activities. Yes, <laughs> and there's and, activities, and there's activities, and without even telling any member of their car parking lot that they can't park there, mm-hmm. the driveway going in is wider than it needs to be, which we could line bikes up, mm-hmm. and literally where we would be lining the bikes up is in the shadow of the terminal tower. So it's a good photo op. Plus, there's like open land right around. There. There's open land right around there too. If you want to shenaniganize your shit, like if you want to be like, look at me, I'm going to go do wheelies in that field that's full of rebar and broken glass. Mm-hmm. Right. There's plenty of that. So that's really a fun opportunity too. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, people that are of the dirt persuasion, you off-road assholes. um, Bike life. Some of the people that we know in our group that have done the DGR for the past 12 years know of all of the, illegal is a strong word, Discouraged. Not public. Off the beaten path. Alternative. Alternative routes. So some of the alternative, as what they would call in England, they'd call it the green lanes. The organic Mm. lanes. The organic organic lanes of the flats. So maybe, just maybe, when it comes time to bust out and go off and sally forth, Mm. that you might be sallying forth with a group that might be able to show you a thing or two. Mm. You might be taking the rapid... Tracks. The rapid tracks, exactly. Because I can tell you there's a few places that are a hell of a lot of fun to ride a small bike down in those flats. And it would all be done on a Sunday. It would all be done while wearing the finest of fines. On any given Sunday. On on a particular given Sunday. But it would be hilarious to do a distinguished gentle ride where you could be like, well, so we went and we saw some museum-y stuff and we did some drinky stuff and then we did some scavenger like ridey stuff and then we did scavenger hunty stuff and then we rode our bikes on motocross trails in the city of cleveland in the flats right. it's there's a hell of a lot to be had right there mm-hmm. and i think that before they finish the thunderbird project which is going to really <laughs> that thunderbird project is really going to blow out a big portion of that area where i posted up all of that that's like 16 or 20 acres that is all going to be we saw a sign that said Thunderbird. Yeah, so that's all going to be in a, a very high-end luxury housing thing. So let's do it now while there's still a lot of renegade mentality down there. I can't there. wait to tell Piper, like, you know all those places we yeah. were driving around? Yeah. That's where the Let's ride go ride some bikes. Let's ride. go ride some small bikes. And I don't care if you want to bring in your fucking Hayabusa or you want to bring in your, you know, your... 
you know, G. Willikers Glide or whatever the hell you, you got. You know what I'd like to bring? Yeah. His snowmobile. My ST125. Oh, yeah. Let's, hey, hey. Ooh. I thought that was just vaporware. I thought that wasn't going to be available in the Americas. Yeah. Hold on. Wait a second. Now, that's called the, that's the DAX. Yeah. Right? So, the Honda DAX 125. Because we've had... Wait, are you talking a new 2022? Oh. Oh, yeah. No, 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 my friend. It's a 2023. 23, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 2023. Due out oh, this I, summer. Yeah, it's the 2023. Are you going to tell them? My stiff sock. Got you can tell them the story. My stiff sock. So you can tell them the whole story. I showed Steve this and everything, and, and I've been waiting because I, I knew they had to come. You weren't going to come out with the monkey and the CT125. And you, or you know, we've been talking about this for two years. They you weren't going to not come out with this. I, right. I've only just been waiting. Right. And yep. then this just dropped it. They dropped it at the Tokyo Motor Show. Yep. I think it's getting released in Thailand and maybe mm-hmm. but the they Asian market. It's, it hit, it's not hitting Europe. No, they didn't fuck it up. I'll, they did. I'll, I'll comment. Your we'll talk about this. I know what that's what we're here for. But uh, I'm just glad somebody's not talking about the Navi for one hot second. No. All right. No, I'm by, I have three on order, but. <laughs> <laughs> but then I, I showed Steve, and Steve was like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah. And Steve already wants to get another monkey and everything, right. so he got on the horn with a couple of the different local, the uh, on the edge in Illyria, yeah, and then, and then Seals, yeah. I pronounced it right, Steve, not Seals. Seals. <laughs> uh, but we're on the waiting list of both of those. A brief conversation with us produced that they think that there's going to be. About 500 that drop in America this summer. Yep. And that if they get them in, we're second in line at On the Edge, but we're first in line in, at Seals. No. Nice. And the guy had mentioned that they come in a two-pack in the crate. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So, can confirm. Yeah, can confirm. If there's, a, if there's a blue and a red one, Steve gets the blue and I get the red. So here's, I love it. And I, and you heard it here first. And, yes. And I want it, but here's the thing. Why did they put the low fender on it like all the Chinese clones? So they, well, they cloned the clone. Yeah, basically. but some of the CTs actually did come with that. The DAX mm-hmm. in Europe in came Europe. looking like that. Yeah. Okay. And that's the same fender that's on the monkey. And you don't know. Maybe when they bring these into America, right. that might just say Honda like exactly. they did on the old one. It might not be a DAX. And yeah, that's right. the thing it, about... And it might have a high fender. It, right. We don't know. In or, our country. But I'd be just happy, but I do like that little do- hot dog on wheels on that's the ST1. The, that's the yeah. Dachshund. The no, do- it's, yeah, it's, that's the Dachshund. We can keep the and in our country, we never got the Dachshund. Yeah. But the Dachshund was a lot of other countries got the Dachshund. And they got it a lot longer than we got the trail. And the parts, if you want to know where I'm okay and I'm sticking with you on, first is the oval air cleaner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the oval air cleaner harkens oh, back to looks really you know, good. Our real, good. the real jam. Everything is good except for the fender. Yeah, the front fender does need to be. No, everything is not good except for the fender, the seat. No. The, the seat? seat looks like it has a seat cover right from the factory. Yeah, it does. They did yeah. put Honda on the back of it, yeah. but it's a totally like they didn't put any fake stitching or any right. piping oh, really? or anything. Yeah. It's just... It looks just like a seat. Mm. it looks like a seat cover. Yeah, and that's, but maybe uh, that'll change. You don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Look at the monkey. The monkey had like a good seat, right? Yeah, yeah. stitching and everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I mean, yeah. you don't know what you're actually going to get until you right. actually get mm-hmm. it. That's right. But I'm a hundred percent down. I'm all for. I'm there's no whole bar. No, that's yeah. really good. I think you'll get it by May take, though. I'm at take my money. Oh. Unless for some reason it comes out and it's a lot more expensive than what the other bikes were, but I'm right. hoping it's like in the four grand range. Right. That's what I think it'll be. Yeah, I yeah. think if it's so too. About four grand out the door, I'm in. 
Yeah. And so Ice Bear did these awful, I mean, awful champions. And the Ice Bear champion, you know, it is very much a trail. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, the Ice Bear Trail is, a, but it's 125 cc, mm-hmm. and you know it is truly a fling poo. But I mean, it does have, I mean, <laughs> it, it's it's not great, but it has the folding handlebars, it has the small seat with the rivets, and it's got the little tiny, 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 tiny wheels. Whereas the Docks has got the hundred, the 12 inch wheels. It's way bigger than an original one. It is when you look at when you see somebody yeah, on it, yeah. and it's the only one of the Mini Moto series that's actually meant for two up. Yes, it is. Yep. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah Did they true. keep a five speed and everything on it? No, no. This is supposed to get released with a four speed auto clutch instead of a five speed manual clutch. Right. Mm. Yeah. But you have to think maybe in a couple of years they'll come out with the H model that yeah, is, right. is green yep. and has the <laughs> yeah, right. five speed with the yep. manual clutch. Right. And that's exactly what you're hoping for. You know, what you want to see, you want to see oh, is that the green. Okay. The new versus old or something? Or no. Well, this is the trail. So this is the PBZ or PBZ 125. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's, that's another clone of the, uh, of the venerable trail seven. But when I say the H model, the old CT's seventies, yep. yep. they came out with an H model, which was a four speed with a manual clutch for a right. little while. Mm-hmm. Yep. While most of them were a three speed with a, right. and that's the one everybody wants. Right. You know, you, when you're at a swap meet, you're looking for that clutch lever, right? You're looking at all the handlebars in a row and you're looking to see that handlebar that has that clutch lever on it. And then you run up to that bike. Because that's the one you want to buy. Right. Yeah. And, but I'd be okay yeah. with the four speed with an auto clutch on yep. that because then it would also be accessible to maybe my wife yeah. and daughter. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. We've right. had a couple of these uh, Ice Bear, you know, PBZ 125s come through the shop and everything on it, just the fucking workmanship on the thing, the metallurgy, everything about it was just garbage. And I was like, part of me was like, okay, we can talk to Power Sports Warehouse. We can get a motor for this. We can get a motor, like a Piranha motor and fix the motor problem. But then you're already in for how much? It doesn't matter because the rest of the bike was garbage. Oh, yeah. And I've like seen pieces, everything parts of them at yeah. mid Ohio and yeah. stuff. And it was like, Oh wow, look at that. And I'm like, yeah. Oh wait, wait, what is this? And then you realize it's, it was a Chinese clone. Right. And you're just like, Ugh. yeah, they slapped the Honda sticker at, on it. You want $20. I don't even want this because no. it's not. Worth <laughs> it. yeah. No. And it was, and we looked at them real close because, you know, there's a point where I've got enough customers that are kind of like, oh, wait, you know, I can buy a trail buddy or, you know, whatever the fuck, you know, they're gorilla or, you know, different companies have different names. And there's many of these companies that are doing this in China and bringing these in. And I've seen electric start 125 cc motors with, like you said, with a clutch, without a clutch and everything. But God damn, you get up close to them and they are shit. I mean, they're just fucking awful, man. Well, so, I mean, I yeah. see this way Steve has ridden his monkey. So. Yep. Yeah. I know that the monkey has got to be damn near indestructible. I mean, yep. we took it up in New York, and there was no holding back. I mean, it was just like a, you know old-school Hondas. You could keep it pinned. The Minogue was doing so much better. Yeah. With this All one. the time. The only, yeah. the only thing that actually failed on it was the chain. Okay, yeah. But it's got a chain, this a tiny little thin yep. chain like this. I wish I could put a... Uh, a wider chain on it. Okay. Then, it's a 420 conversion, dude. There is? Oh, yeah. Oh, then maybe I'll do that. Yeah, you should. Because that chain is just not yeah, going to hold up. Mm-hmm. And right. the, the rear wheel wore out, too, but that's because yep. my fat ass was on it. So, I mean, what do you expect? And if you guys want to do it, if you want to jump the shark, I will tell you that, again, our friend Jack, his company does the bike that I tried getting in because this company called Sky Team, 
Sky Team does so many Honda tributes. They they really do. do. They do the Van Van. They do the Van Van. I've always wanted that motherfucker. So the Sky Team, the Sky Team company has done a hell of a hell of a job. And so they do, it's called the ST for Sky Team, Mm -hmm. the 125-6. And if you are going to buy, if you're going to purchase something that's like this, give our friends at Wholesale Cycle a call because Jack will set you up. And I have looked at these and these are legit. And as much as the ice pairs that, that I've laid my hands on were not great, it does appear that Jack's being very careful about what he's bringing in. The other thing too about dealing with Jack is Jack is going to be able to tell you, okay, this is the one, two, five motor that comes in it. You want to go apeshit crazy? There's this, there's this, there's this, there's these six motors that we know work perfectly in this bike. You want electric start? Fine. You want a big carb? Fine. You want 75, 80 miles an hour? Jack will set you straight. So if you call him, um, I have had nothing but a good experience from Wholesale Cycle. Um, they've been in business a very long time. And if you didn't want to wait for the docks, uh, you can get this. Basically, this is the size, though. You know, this Sky Team 125 is a Trail 70 size bike with the folding handlebars, with everything you like about a Trail 70. I have one of those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with the 125cc motor. And it's a good bike. It's a good build. It's not going to be the Honda Docks. It's not going to be the fucking jewel like my Trail 125, my Super Cub. Look at any part of those bikes. Yes. They're fucking art. Well, John's old one, like yeah. the, what was it, 1980 or something? 82. Like 82? Yep. That thing, like the torque and the, the motor, yep. like this thing, like he's like, I haven't started it in three years. Yeah. Like it's smoking yeah. and doing all this shit. Right. And then you hit the throttle and the thing pulls through, any, like with any of our fat asses on it. Absolutely. Or two of our fat asses yep. on it. You it got it. It just fucking pulls through anything. And so like, that's the difference. I don't think the, the clones can actually pull that off. No, well, Nick, you're absolutely right. Nick uh, put that what one forty motor in his, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he was riding it around. And I brought my passport, and I'm like, just just ride my seventy, right? Exactly. And he rode it, and he's like, wow, that thing is that engine is really good it's in a that. Really it's good just, motor. There's something different yeah. about a Honda engine than there is about a clone engine. I mean, yeah. not not that the clones are necessarily bad. No, no, the, but, SR, the SSRs. I mean, like those one twenty five motors, they've got something going on for them. No, I that's think, a good. Well, engine, that might just so. be gearing. I think is a, is a lot of that. I mean, you know what a lot of that is. We've tried to break those bikes. Yeah. They haven't broken. No. no. So that means that somebody at SSR gives an honest fuck about what they're doing. Mm. They're going to pay an extra couple of bucks for the metallurgy. They're going to pay. Look, I work on bikes here. We work on bikes every day. I've had bikes come in that have their first 1,200 miles on them, and the valves are already touching cotton. I mean, the valves are already as tight as tight can be, right, in 1,200 miles. And we did those valves on those SSRs. They're not. They're fucking great. And and yeah. to John, so John's credit, he told me that he did some research, yeah. and that the CFR fifty everything fits everything fits, on the yeah, thing. yep. So I I was on eBay looking for something else, yeah. And because eBay knows how ridiculous I am, <laughs> they they presented me with this thing. It was like yeah. it was literally forty five bucks for plastic stickers and a seat, right? Yeah, for a CFR right. fifty, yeah. yeah, the whole deal, right? So I got it, and the shit fucking fits. Per- He's absolutely. You did the right. full dress up kit, the whole thing. Yeah, the full dress up kit. Um, yeah. Now it now it even looks it, it's more because like the plastic on a CRFR fifty is slightly smaller, mm-hmm. so like the SSRs they made it bigger to make it look right. more proportional. Yeah. So when you slap the the fifty cc CRF stuff on it, it makes it smaller. 
Yeah. So now I definitely look like a monkey fucking a football. Totally. Yeah. But it is pretty cool. It is so, pretty but cool. anyways, to his point, if you <laughs> nice. have an SSR like. and you've broken the plastic, any of the eBay CRF 50 shit right. will fit 100% on oh, yeah. Bike. yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just now it's ridiculous. So now that we've admitted it, so now the first person that shows up with one of these at Band or Mid Ohio, oh no, yeah, baby, yeah, then you get the you get the hero yeah. asshole award. Yeah. yeah, it's awful, it's awful, but it is it I is can see exactly that barrel racing for yeah, about, that's a barrel, yeah. for about one lap. That right there, that is a broken leg. Right unless there. unless the three yeah. or four girls in the the unicorn, oh the unicorn, unicorn girls are on it. Yeah. yeah, the unicorn girls are on it. That would be a fucking train wreck. But I did <laughs> think that was hilarious when I conjured up the Sky Team One Twenty Five trike. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a bad idea. And at least they did put real forks on it. So there's upside down forks on the front the of it. Sky Team Sherpa though is dope as fuck. The Sherpa I is badass. Those, yeah, yeah. The Sky Team Sherpa is not yeah. fucking around. That's a very cool bike. I came so close to fuck when I was buying the Grim. Wait, my, yeah. like a Kawasaki Sherpa? No, 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 no. no. It's like an RV90 but with yeah. the four stroke. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Yeah. The and Sky Team Sherpa. Yeah. yeah, it's really good, dude. And, like, there's not a bad review. Every fucking review of this fucking bike is like, this is a great bike. It kind of feels like Sky Team puts at least a little bit of effort into their stuff, yeah. um, making it right. The uh, They make many different flavors, CC-wise, you know, so. Um, what they, about licensure? What about licensure? What do you want to know about licensure? Well, if I buy one of these, will I at least get a certificate? You're going to get an MCO. And what's probably going to happen, mm-hmm. and that we... They're street you know, legal. They are. You can get a title. Yeah. Well, okay. No, the Grim. I got the MCO. No, exactly. I took it to there. Right. They gave me the fucking... They said, okay, where's your, your bill of sale? How would you describe the MCO that you got? Was it was, it, was it a... Was it a document that was... Um, had the name of the dealership you bought it from? Yes. Yep. So, so it had the name of the dealership right. because, like, I think I got the Grim from Power, like you said, Power Sport yeah. something, whatever. Yeah. Wholesale so Power the bike right. came, and yeah. then there was no title or no exactly. MCO, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Right. And then I called them, freaking out, and they're like, "Oh no, it'll come in a week." Right. And then a week later, I got a thing that said the Power Sports whatever MCO. What do you have one. there, Phil? Yeah. And, and, and then boom, yeah, and yeah. I was able to get a title. It was yeah, no big deal. Um, that's so. A lot of the Chinese bikes, if you buy the Chinese bike from, you know. Slappy's House of Chinese Bikes, I suppose, right? <laughs> so if you buy the bike from Slappy's House of Chinese Bikes, many times the MCO is actually printed on the cardboard box. Oh. And you have to use a razor knife and cut the MCO okay. out of the side of the cardboard box. And they, we've had a lot of them come in that way that yeah. were exactly that. Yeah. Is that yeah. a Sky Team product? That is a Sky Team Ace. Ooh. So it is the Honda Dream 90. Yeah. So it's the, that you know, that six-speed Honda Dream that they did for a while. They did a 50cc and a 90cc Honda Dream. And uh, Sky Team, being Sky Team, you know, being what they are, uh, they decided that they were going to have it be, um, well, wow. an Ace. And so they, the Sky Team did hmm. the Ace, and yeah, you can order it. Uh, it's it's real. It exists. It's not vaporware. How much is that thing? Uh, twenty one hundred euros, about twenty seven hundred bucks US. Um, if you can find somebody going to sell you one, but mm-hmm. they, uh, but yeah, this is one of those things where I've always been a fiend for you know the Honda um, Dream uh, racing motorcycle, <laughs> and these are very pretty. I mean, they're just very, very pretty bikes. And again, it's not the right size for me. No. Yep. It's not the right size for me, 
but it is a very pretty bike. And it's almost one of those things where you're like, okay, this is, let's just call it what it is. It's fucking wall art, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, they never got distributed here in the United States. You have to do a little sneaky stuff to buy one. But they, uh, this, this guy, it's called this guy team ACE or ACE 125 uh, custom. They're, they're around there. You can find somebody to bring one in. They're, uh, that's uh, probably the best picture I could ever find to show you how I look on the motorcycle. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's kind of authentic. Uh, when we were in Atlanta dealing with uh, the guys at Cobra Power Sports, and they, they do the uh, Super America Cobra cars, and they were also the U.S. distributor for the uh, Sox Madass. Oh, and yeah. uh, when we were hanging out with them down there, he's got a collection of the actual real Honda uh, version of this bike. And so while we were down there, he, he's <coughs> showing me he's got like fucking 10 of them. And they were 10 grand when they came out brand new back in the day. And sure. nobody should have ever paid that much money for him. And so he's like, you want to take one for a ride? And I was like, Yes. Always yes. Always yes. Can I? Yeah, right. And he's like, yeah, go ahead. Take it for a rip. And I jumped on the thing. And yes, it was exactly what you think. It was a 15,000 RPM. Wow. Yes, wow. exactly. Wow. Perpetually in the wrong gear if you weren't pinning it off the rev limiter. And right? it did what? Like 40 miles an hour? Yeah, it, it, was, it was very much like driving to go get that pizza. <laughs> Again, Grand Theft Auto 2, 16-bit edition. Yeah. <laughs> never be less, never below 16,000 RPM, right. never above 35 miles an hour. Right. right. If you saw me or heard me coming, you would think it was fucking Le Mans. <laughs> and then you'd go, I go back, you're like, <laughs> still going. Well, that's, you know, it's yeah. funny. Yeah, it's so I was sitting there today. It was, you know, it's been beautiful the last few days. Oh, today, yes, right? it has. Yeah. So I took my lunch hour and I was sitting on my stoop, just kind of sitting there having lunch, looking out. And I heard this Harley. Yeah. And it was like, and then it passed my house like this. It was so much noise for no nothing. All right. There's the next Cleveland Moto bike build off bike, boys. I want the stand. There you go. I'll buy that stand. I think, well, before we leave tonight, I'm going to show you something I got in the back. I sent you the fucking picture of the stand, the little lift that I. Oh, I know, but it won't work for what I'm looking at. All right. Yeah. I should have got that woman's number. Never, you get a number. You don't just say, hey, call him. Don't call give me. a number. No, don't yeah. give a number. Yeah. Get a number. Yeah. Absolutely. And then ping it at your phone right yeah. then and there to make sure it fucking works. So, yeah, that Sky Team Ace is one of those things that you're like, yeah, someday I'll buy. And it is probably one of those things is like, I'm going to have to run into a situation where, you know, I get the, get the right phone number from the right guy in Thailand and just be like, um, can I get six of those? You know? Or you find it at Mid-Ohio on, on Thursday. That Early. would never be at Mid-Ohio. Mm. You don't think so? No, no, no. You can't buy them here. Oh. Well, I mean, there might be a guy. There's a guy. Uh, basically, what you have to do is you got to be that guy. Like You got to wait until the whole shipping thing settles down. I don't know. I've seen a lot of things at Mid-Ohio that you can't buy here. That's true. That's true. That's true. But yeah, I would definitely say that with this particular thing, I would be very fond of the idea of having six or seven or eight of those. What yeah. is the displacement? 125 centimeters cubic yeah and uh but it acts like a 50 cc yeah it's got all the speed and fury of a 50 yeah. i'm I sure spend a little time looking at what's available for, you know if you go to honda or the big wing mm -hmm. yeah which is what's available to the indian market that's right there's mm. a lot of fantastic little bikes Hell, i'm yeah. like why doesn't honda just like throw a couple our way because nhtsa no. 
Yeah, no. We're it never, is. We're not gonna. We're never gonna get a CG one. Yeah. So in order for Honda the to wolf, say, wolf or an in. Africa Twin two fifty, yeah, wolf, <laughs> wolf made it in, yeah. right? And Wolf made it in because Wolf SYM, right? So SYM using the distributor they were using at the time said, okay, it's gonna cost us, you know. This, this non-family motor, this non-family engine, this non-family bike, this is a trailblazer. It's the only, you know, it's the only one of its kind that's coming in. in it's not like, well, it's not like they're bringing in a GTS and then a GTS this and a GTS that, 17 different versions of the same family. This is a clean sheet thing. So a small company goes, boy, if we could sell 2,000 of those in America, that would change our whole spreadsheet. And Honda goes, if we sold 2,000 of those in America, that wouldn't be a bump on our fucking mm -hmm. invoice sheet. So to a company like SYM selling 2,000 of these- That wouldn't be a wrinkle on my ball sack. It wouldn't be a wrinkle on my ball sack. Right. So take a look at this. Now, Steve, I understand that one of our podcast listeners, <laughs> one of our podcast listeners called us, Adam. reached out to us, right? And, and said, hey, hey. I'm trying to sell my wife's scooter, but while you're, while we're talking about podcasts, talk about the experience you had with him. So you, um, he said he, he had this sim that he wanted to get rid of, and that's been bouncing around through a group of his friends for a while. Yeah. And uh, you gave me his phone number yep. and his uh, address, I think, or he gave you... Yeah. You contacted him, and so I gave him a call, and I said, I'd be happy to buy it off you right. because I'm a big fan of Sim. I'm a big fan of Sim Wolves yeah. or Wolf Classics. And so, um, what? Nothing going oh. on. Oh, so anyway, I uh, contacted him, and he graciously said that he did not want anything for this bike, and... I, I still feel guilty about it because it's a it's exactly what I was looking it's for, a great and it's bike. a it's a very comfortable and fun bike to ride. So today, um, so I, I called him yesterday. So big thanks to Adam. Yeah, big oh, thanks yeah, to thanks. Adam, and I invited him to be on the podcast if he's ever in oh, the area. He said he's do uh, it, do it, do it, do yeah, it. yeah. So anyway, my, I called him yesterday, and he said he was just going to leave it out for me. <laughs> and my son and I rode to. Um, he lives in a. <laughs> Sorry, we woke Steve oh, up. For yeah, this. Woke, woke me up for this, but um, yeah, we, uh, we rode out to College Station. Where Penn, it's it's kind of past Penn, where Penn State is, and uh, we loaded it up. I left him a little goodie for uh, for tin his uh, generosity. Tin cup. A little tin cup, which is my one of my favorites. So that's a good booze, man. Yeah, and uh, well, off like Patrick it. and I rode home, and he slept probably ninety percent of the way. And uh, it you was can so, always count on Patrick. Yep. <laughs> and, and when we were on the turnpike, we just got back into Ohio, and and Adam calls, and we had a really nice conversation about uh, the podcast and how he um, you know, he listens to our podcast and. And he, he said something like, when I heard, when you called me and I heard your voice, it's like I knew you for four years. Oh, wow, yeah. That's pretty cool. And uh, Well, he knows that if, if, if there was a sim in the United States that needed to go to somebody that loves sims, 
There's literally only one dude that has professed <laughs> his love for Sims the entire time. I, I love Sims, so I, I mean, I, I'm ecstatic. So I took, the first thing I did is I got home, and I worked on it, and yeah, you I got it running. Yeah, you cleaned Well, yeah. no, he, he, I didn't clean it really? anything. I didn't well, it do anything. beautiful. I, yeah. He must have cleaned it for me, yeah, so I, I don't great. know, but... But I worked on the the um, engine and I took it out and it's running, you know, really well right now. Yeah. So what um, is the bike, Steve? It's a Sim. What? Wolf Classic 150. So it's 150. So this was a Grom before Groms came. No, out. no, no. This is a Honda CB125S. Okay. Uh, so oh, yeah. yeah, this is a Honda CB125S, or what they called in a lot of markets, they called it a Honda CB125 Super Sport. But what I'm saying is, this yeah. came out before the Grom, and all the Grom people are like, "Oh, this is the best." This came out whatever. in 1978. This bike did. Well, the, no, the original Honda. Where it came no, from. No, but what did this bike come out in? Oh, SYM Wolf. I, it's probably been sold in various different markets for 30 years. Wow. Yeah. It has absolutely, there is nothing about this bike that is anything other than a non, well, I was going to say non-Japanese market, but they do have, I think they are available there too. This is just a Honda CB125S. But is this still, yeah. so Steve, all sim motors come with the ceramic? This one, I mean, this one is, I don't know if all of them do, but, um, but all the ones that I own come with that, that, uh, ceramic lining. And also the, the ones that I buy are from Taiwan. Oh, okay. Cause some of them, I mean, certain, and it's also certain years cause certain years are built in like the, um, Simbas. Right. The first few, first year, I think the 2010s when yep. they first imported it, they were from Taiwan. That's right. But then they started making them in China. Mm-hmm. And the quality just went into the toilet. So uh, uh, I think you have to really, I, I like the Taiwanese Sims because they are all the quality of Honda. I think, I mean, all as good as quality of Honda. And I love Hondas anyway. Well, yeah, no, but like when you brought this in, like you were telling us about it and then you sit on it and you touch it and there's nothing, there's nothing cheap. Like the metal is not pop metal. Like it's like legit. Like yeah. it's not a Honda, but it's a pretty good quality. Yeah, yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not a Honda, but it's close. Yeah, yep. And you know, looking back, so I was able to do a, a, the world's quickest Google search. I got then I got distracted by this picture, and then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Hold on. I'm back. So, but then I look back and yeah, so the Honda CB125 SS, it kind of starts around 1967. Well, be uh, careful yeah. because there's the SS125 twin, which is super yes. cool bike. Yep. I, it is. Yeah. Yep. I yep. want one. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, as you go through what you'll, you will take a look and you'll now see. Now I want one too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a CB125 super sport twin. Yep. That's it. But you know, in uh, that was not what I was thinking. Uh, it it almost looks like a CB one seventy seventy five. Yeah. yeah. So, but when you do get into the seventies and eighties, that's when you're going to pick up the uh, the Similar overhead cam, the overhead cam single cylinder bikes. So that's a, like a slant. That's a slant. That one. Slope. That uh, yeah, slope one twenty five. Right there. Twin. The one I'm talking about is a sloper. So yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I don't. I'll have to look and see what John's picking up on. But you mean like like this one? Do you mean John? Like this very dreamy looking one? That looks like <laughs> that's a one sixty. And this is and and this one is you know this is a, a really good example of uh, you know a, 
1967 Honda. And that's the, but that's another, that's a parallel twin. So, but yeah, then when you get into these bikes and when you get into the CB 125s um, in the, especially in the seventies and the eighties, that's when you're going to start seeing the K2 that's, yeah. So, so look up Honda SS 125A. That's the A. Yeah. That's the one you're looking up. Yeah. The A's were the. Oh, Steve's yeah. pulling a, his glasses. That's up. a beautiful bike. Yeah. That's the SS 125A. So, look at the motor. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that's, mm. and that's, you can tell the SS. So, if you're ever looking at SS 125, not a CB 125, but an SS 125, it's got a monocoque chassis. So the frame is a monocoque uh, chassis. The, so the motor is like a sewing machine. Like it's literally you start it up and it's yeah. running and it's just going. Yeah, very cool, badass. Kind of like a twin. Toyota Century. Yeah. yeah, but that's the SS <laughs> as opposed to the CB. Yeah. So when you get to the CB125, and then the CB125 came as various different versions of a CB125, CB125K, uh, whatever's. But yeah, there, but that's that's what this is. So this is where this came from. It's fucking cool. Yeah. And you know when these first came out, Merritt and I jumped on these bikes, and I was on a Royal Enfield 500. It was the first year for the unit constructed engine fuel injected 500. Um, I had on one of those, and Merritt <laughs> had on one of these, and we pointed them west, and we rode from Cleveland to Detroit, <laughs> and we held the bikes. These both bikes, we held them at 70 with occasional gusts up to indicated 78-ish to 80-ish, you know, as traffic dictated. And we made it all the way to 8 Mile Road. And so we got off because that's where both bikes, this is hilarious, but both bikes hit reserve. The fuel light came on on both bikes within 500 feet of each other. Wow. And so Merritt was on the Wolf, and we call it a Wolf, W-U-F-F. It's a wolf. wolf. And so Merritt was on a wolf, wolf and I was on the CB, or I'm sorry, on the Royal Enfield C5, and her low fuel light came on. And the gas tank on this is considerably smaller than a C5's gas tank. But this gets considerably better miles per gallon than a C5. Oh, you it was made for you, think. Steve. So (laughs) as we're rolling along, Merritt's like, oh, my fuel light came on. And I was like, yeah, it's because your gas tank's so, oh shit, my light just came on too. (laughs) And so we both had to pull in at the exact same gas station. So since we were doing the test, we pulled in at the exact same gas station and we both took the exact same amount of gas. (gasps) Oh my God, they did both bikes. So the C5 Hmm. Royal Enfield and the Wolf took exactly the same because I'd figured the tank on the C5 would be way fucking bigger than the tank on this. It's got a lot of hump in there and the C5, the fuel light would come on when you still had 40% of your gas remaining. Whereas this thing, when the fuel light came on, you probably should be 30 or 40 miles away from a gas station. You're lucky to even have a fuel light on something like that. Again, (laughs) also true, can confirm. But so yeah, that that bike does have a fuel light and they're cool. But yeah, they are are an item that, you know, in its home market, it, it originated as, I hate to say it, but like, it's an Asian market tribute to the Honda CB125. Cool. Yeah. So, oh, I just I just wanted to go back just to touch on a couple of things mm-hmm. that I talked to. Since Adam's an avid listener, yes, well, he, he is, does uh, have seven bikes. He does, yeah. and eventually, if he's on here, I won't, I'm not going to describe his bikes because they're a nice collection of them with yeah. a lot of history behind them. But he could do that when he's here and right. able to do it himself. But what he was saying was that he likes his podcast because he feels like that they're sitting in the room with us. Like that yeah, he right. feels like he's sitting in the room with us. And that's really how we hope. 
I think everybody feels. Yeah. yeah. And they're sitting in the garage around, you know, surrounded by bikes or just talking bikes and just life in general. Well, I think anybody that's come to Mid-Ohio and sat or any of the other things that Phil has been to for years yeah. or anybody... If you're there, you're pretty much doing the podcast anytime you're hanging out. With <laughs> right. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. you're, we are a tribe of motorcycle <laughs> yeah. idiots whether or not we're recording. Right, yeah. 100%. So it turns out the conversation's fucking identical. Always. The only difference is, in this one, I'm trying to maintain some discipline to a microphone, right. so we have you know a quality Well, the best part, yeah. so, like, so motor stories, right? We yeah, just yeah. dropped Oscar's birthday <laughs> accidental birthday extravaganza. Where Renee did you, did you is, know any of that was coming? No. no. Shit, really? No. Uh, I didn't know it either. Good that's, job. That's why nothing. I was, oh, oh, I mean, the surprises. Yeah, that was great. Look, yeah. but on, for the people who don't, for you don't know. Right. Honestly, you don't know. You don't know. Right. 46 years old? Six, yeah. We thought, oh, so two podcasts ago, we're like, you know, we should get together and do a podcast, Oscar's birthday. Mm. We should do it at Porco. Always. That's Always. Mm. And Oscar was like, Solid idea. Well, that was Renee's whole idea. That was she came up with mm. that whole thing. Great. Well, then John calls me. And John calls me and goes, "Hey, I got a line on a magician." <laughs> well, <laughs> and then it turned. Well, it started with, "I want to do something special for right. his birthday." Yeah. What do you think about getting a mariachi band? In which I point, I, I mean, was like, "He wouldn't be offended by that." I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to pull a mariachi band. No, like, he really? said. That's what he said. He goes, "Would Oscar be offended?" If we called in a mariachi man, I was like, if I, he does like mariachi. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Oscar would be over the fucking yeah. moon if we got in a mariachi band. And I'll, we can, I was like, we can teach him Smith songs, but they already know. Right? <laughs> I was like, we can teach him some Morrissey, but they already know that shit. Yeah. So we made a concerted effort. And we got one, but it was a little too pricey. It was maybe that might happen some other time though. <laughs> yeah, it was half of a V-Strom. <laughs> so to get a mariachi band to show up, it turns out those outfits are kind of racy. Yeah, for, uh, from, there's, there's yeah, for Midwest. Dude, you got like uh, five fucking right. guys in that. Well, right. they had to import them. So uh, yeah. no, no. But, <laughs> well, you're so, cutting up four or five ways. Yeah, yeah. aviation yeah. fuel's up now, so. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, so then I'm like, well, what about a, ma a magician? Because I know you kind of like the the dark, magic, yeah. the dark arts exactly. and yeah. picking locks. I like the dark arts. Oscar loves the dark arts. <laughs> so I was, you know, I just quick Google search and I found this guy. I called him up and they go, yeah, I'm like, that's how much? That's how much? Well, that's good. We can do that. So, you know, and then. He was awesome. So we, yeah, had that, was. we had that laid in and then I told this guy about it and I told him about the search for a mariachi and then that's when he came up oh. with Gusto. Or a, 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 Gusto. Gusto. Yep. Gusto. Gusto is. Uh, Gusto. Gusto. I don't care what you call him. Sabert. Husto Sabert. Tell us a little about him and how you came up with him. And oh, when, when I used to ride with um, ride with these other guys, uh, we used to stop at like random places, and he was playing one night like 15 years ago or 20 years ago, and and uh, his music is so good. I mean, he's very he's, he's, fucking you know, he's talented. very talented. Yeah. No, he's really yeah, good. He's really good. Yeah. Flamenco guitar, would we call that? Or what would just he was everywhere, dude. Well, it's not to say a flamenco guitar, but he also is like one of those guys that figured out how to like bring a looping station yeah. and the yeah. thing. Yeah. So yeah. it's like not just him, it's a band, right. but yeah. it doesn't sound cheesy. I like, kept you know, looking for the band. Yeah. There was no band. <laughs> no, it was, no was really well yeah. done. Yeah. 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 So I've been following him for like many, many years and, and, um, 
he's actually singing at my daughter's wedding too. Oh, so. cool! Oh, yeah. uh, but but anyway, I thought he would be perfect for that. Oh, and he was. And, that was good. And thank you for like Phil and John. Yeah. You know, paying, it was an so, awesome Thursday I mean, night at Pork. It was the it was amazing. fucking amazing Thursday yeah. night. Well, I hope those guys enjoyed. I mean, it wasn't you know. Oh no! Many people were like, "If you guys ever want to do that again." <laughs> we're we're open just letting you know because it was the it was the heavy hitter of all heavy hitter thursday nights at porco which mm. we we've always joked about when we do the podcast at porco we like we accidentally did it at fr- on friday night a few a few weeks ago and it was very crowded and, and it was tough to do it in there with with the amount of staff and with the amount of people that were there but this worked out fucking perfectly because we had the podcast room. We were able to run as long as we could. The funny thing was, <laughs> it was the one time ever in the history of this podcast that we said we were going to launch at 7, and we goddamn launched at 7. Yeah, Do you know why? Yeah. Because six of the people knew that the magician was going to be there at 8. Yeah, yeah. so we had to. So the reason we got <laughs> off without a hitch was because everybody else was like, if we don't get going right now, we're going to miss the magician. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. He's here at 8 for He's an hour. He's here at 8, and the guy showed up, and he's like, what the fuck and is going on? And he sat there and I was like, get the fuck out of here, dude. I mean, ah! you're coming, I was this close to you like, can you step outside, dude? Because there's, there's oh, a camera right hilarious. there filming the whole fucking right. thing. We're getting, the, we're getting your back, pal. <laughs> so my, yeah. my, my favorite part, though, so is we, you know, obviously we do the podcast. We also do Motor Stories, the, 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 the YouTube channel. And so I just happened. I was like, okay, fuck. I'm going to film this with this shitty fucking GoPro, whatever, mm-hmm. and whatever. But the best part is, is that That's we touted. Black, black and white. Yeah, mm. but we touted the whole thing about Motor Stories being like, you're there in the bar with yes, us, right? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I'm filming you doing whatever, but then halfway through the night, Phil is just being Phil, and then accidentally in the middle of your birthday thing does a Motor Stories oh, episode because yeah. he's just talking, <laughs> like he's just doing what he does. But that's what we always and, do. And like you're like you're yeah. telling the story that 90% of the people are like, I don't believe this. And then Steph walks by and he's like, oh yeah, no, that was there. That would happen. And then you're like... <laughs> So that there was perfect. Go. It was fucking perfect. Right. I'm sitting there with this dumb camera, like, please record all of this. Oh. Like, this is fucking good. <laughs> we got the birthday Oreos. The we got birth- a magician birthday. Did you like it? The birthday. The birthday Oreos. I got. I got one text message. Dancing. I got a text message. I was. They were like, "You spelled birthday wrong." I'm like, "Did you hear how he fucking pronounced it?" <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Trust me, it was it's the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Then he had the, the creepy footage through the plants. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't notice. I did. And I was like, you motherfucker. So if anybody is ever questioning the parentage of the Sim Wolf. Yeah. That's a 1972 Honda CB125S. 1S, not 2S. It's 1S. And you can see it's the same motor. It's the same everything. The only thing that's different is the goddamn drum brake. Right? Um, Right. Yeah. So it's the... And it's very clearly... So going back all the way to 1972... Um, and this this particular machine, and it's not like SYM was like, we're going to make a tribute to Honda. No, it's that the whole planet wants to keep buying the Honda C125S, and SYM is given a license from Honda to make it. So if you're given a license to make a bike that has sold 3.9 million copies, you thing. make it, yeah. and you keep making it until you wear out the tooling. So until the tooling wears out, you keep making the same fucking bike, and there's the same fucking bike. So that's pretty cool for anybody who has a Sim Wolf out well, there. Steve, We're giving what you what year is your bike? Off. I have I no know. clue. Well, it's I mean, there's a there. number. Yeah. 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 I mean, right? I mean, yeah. you stick your head over there like two fucking feet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why don't you Hold stick on, your no. head there, bro? 
Oh, you're not going to Phil get up. We were right. just talking Phil's about the people that don't know what the so fuck two, they're writing. We're like 2010. Right right I'm going to guess it's right a 2010. Right over here. man. Well, friends, it's a 2015. 2015. So it's way younger wow. than I thought. Holy so. shit. That's only seven years old. Holy fuck, Damn. dude. You got the king of all deals. And the good news, too, is it's probably not stolen because the VIN plate is still there. It's not scratched off. <laughs> it's not scratched off. So usually, you know, dead ringer for your ass. Yeah. When they come in and you're like, okay, well, there's where the rivets used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, <laughs> listeners, don't steal bikes and give them to us for free. That would be terrible. Uh, <laughs> yes. We had a customer. Please, we had a- no. <laughs> We had a woman call us the other day and say, hey, um, I've got a Lambretta from 1956 that uh, I have a title, and the title for my bike comes back to your shop. And I was like, what? (laughs) My shop wasn't in 1956. (laughs) I probably would remember selling a 56 Lambretta. Mm -hmm. uh, But what had actually happened was, in the course of buying a lot of parts, Mm-hmm. I ended up with some titles. It happened. You know, a, you know uh, random titles, right? And so James, being an ever-vigilant shop manager that he is, took these, <laughs> took these uh, genuine artifacts that look like the Shroud of fucking Turin, right? right? And took them and went to the title bureau and said, you know, oh, we own these now, and actually got them made into real titles, uh, not just like yellowing documents from the 60s. Titles. Current. current titles. Yeah. And so James got them made into current titles, yeah. And somehow the universe aligned where the guy that had sold me a couple of bikes with a title or two right. that didn't match either the left well, sock didn't match the right sock. Most of the parts on it were the titles, right? Well, <laughs> well, somebody else had got from the same guy's stash the bike that went with the title. Oh, oh yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And so this woman who has, you know, has a couple umbrellas, she had managed to get Title from source A oh, and nice. bike from source B, and they matched. Wow. That wow. fucking oh, never happens. Yeah. So she called me. She goes, yeah, well, I, this bike must have been bought at your shop. And I'm like, I'm going through all my records. I'm like, no, ma'am. Sorry, no. She goes, I have a title that says 2019 on it. Oh. And I'm like, I would have remembered that. I mean, I drink a lot, but I would have remembered mm-hmm. a 1956 Lambretta from you know 2015 mm-hmm. or 19. And so James immediately goes and he pulls up a copy of it because we keep copies of every title. And he's like, yeah, man, that's... Yes, we own that bike. And that was that was when... <laughs> yes, exactly. And I was like, wow. what are you doing with my bike? Because yeah. <laughs> the title says that it's owned by Cleveland Moto. Yeah. Right? And and excuse me, ma'am. I don't see a have you ever anymore. Have you ever heard the term receiving stolen property? <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're nice people. So we transferred the title for her. We got, yeah, we got yeah. it all set up. Yeah, that's you nice. You know what? It's nice to know that one more Lambretta out there with proper paperwork or... That doesn't no run. Shit. Well, that I mean, doesn't no, run. I mean, come on. <laughs> Look at if you and could... it will sit And it will sit around for about three or four years and then it'll come back here and she'll be like, you know what? You guys, you can just take this. You know, uh, mm, she's got... It's already on your name. She's got a series... One, Ooh. and this is an LD, mm. and she's got the series one up and running and everything else. So this LD would be her next project, and so yay! But the idea of joining an abs you know, like joining a title yeah, to cool. a bike is pretty fucking cool, man. Yeah, like nice. without calling Joe Casola, Saints title Joe Casola. Look him up <laughs> uh, for all your title needs. Yeah, who needs to have a green license plate from Vermont when you can have an actual Tennessee title from Joe Casola? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
for all your all your title needs. So um, I don't know if you know this, but our friend Jackie Van Ham yeah. has been killing it with uh, her uh, her motorcycle program. Yep. So again, this is um, it's very hard for her to do anything that I don't like. She's genuinely a nice human being, and because she has an amazing knowledge of motorcycles and she also has um the the right personality the right go-getter attitude jump on a bmw 1800 fucking ride the piss out of it doesn't matter and she's not fake no so like, like you know through the podcast i got to know her and i friended right. her through facebook yeah she's the type of person that like she had a dodge van that broke yeah, she did she took the transmission out and fixed an automatic transmission on her own and oh if it only it. broke once yeah, well, yeah. Whatever. But I'm just saying, like, right. she's it's a not, dodge. It's like every 10,000 miles. That's true, too. No, but yeah. the, the right. cool part is, though, is that she's not just a pretty face talking motorcycles. Like, she's an actual wrench, too. Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. And all of the above, too. Yeah. So, yeah, God love her. And so, this is one of those things that you guys, if you're into motorcycle stuff, if you like, if you like doing, you know, very, very cool motorcycle things, uh, look up Jackie. Her name's spelled funny J A C Q U I, Van. And then ham, yep. the delicious, delicious, the sweetest of all sweet meats, ham, right? Or just so a cute yeah, pet, Jackie whatever. Van Ham, or right, exactly, or a cute pet, exactly. Hey, if you're so, into that. So speaking of names and things, yeah, uh, we talked about awful motorcycle things, which we won't mention again. But then there's companies like Revzilla, which we kind of like. Yes. Did anybody see what they did this week? Nope, did not see it. They did a whole expose on fucking uh, Skidmark Garage, Yee- and they promoted the fuck out of good it. Good for them. And, like they did the whole thing about the history. Like, it wasn't just like a hit piece where they talk about it a little bit. Right. They dropped the whole history, how it grew. Um, you know, I mean, the whole thing. It's really fucking a good piece, and it's on their main website, and they good. promoted it on all their social media. Fucking pages. great. Yeah, it's really cool. Seriously, I mean, that. that's one thing. We are, here in Cleveland, a lot of places, a lot of people, a lot of people have tried to do fucking motorcycle co-ops. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have absolutely gone after it, and like, oh, I'm going to do a motorcycle co-op, whatever. They have done it. They have built it. It stood the test of time. It stood the test of two buildings. And they right. broke up Moto Goat and all the other stuff yep. too. So they ran all the class work and stuff. So it's yep. really like I, yep. I posted on their thing. I said, Hey, all of us at Cleveland Moto, we support everything this fucking guy does. Right. Yep. And thank you for putting that that out there because it's yep. really cool that you did that. And uh, I do I do want to bring it up. It's the program's called On the Throttle. On the Throttle oh, for Jackie. with Jackie yeah, and Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So on the throttle with Jackie and Josh. That's that's one that again great it's really a fun dude it, it's fucking hilarious yep. it's fun it's got a lot of good information uh i enjoyed listening to it that's mm. it i i like maybe three motorcycle blogs mm. and i had such a good time listening to jackie and josh tear it up so that's cool moto go absolutely cool teaching stupid children <laughs> about motorcycles and wait and there's even more about it yeah they get there at 5.30 in the morning yeah. before school, yeah. and they're stoked to be there, yeah. and they do it. And that's the difference. Stupid children can be saved. Yeah, You just need to put a fucking wrench in their hand. Yep. You need to pull them away from whatever thing they're doing that's not helping society. You know, if they're, if they're chaining their blocks and mining their crafts and all that crap that the kids do, and literally go, look, here's a motorcycle. These are innately sexy, fun, and weird, and, and exciting. Mm. Wouldn't you like to take one apart? 
You take the nine millimeter out of their hand, and you and put, put the ten, 10 millimeter. millimeter. <laughs> oh! <laughs> nice one. Trading ten millimeters for nine millimeters. That's fair. I'll give you that. That'd be a good T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, that would. Be <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't yeah. you rather have a ten millimeter? Take the ten millimeter. Yeah. Leave the nine millimeter. As of course, as a mechanic that works on strange old Italian bikes, I do need that nine millimeter. That, I also that, need the seven millimeter. Well, that should be a shirt. What's <laughs> the meaning of life? <laughs> Ten millimeters. Yeah. yeah. When you can find one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't mess around too much with nine millimeters. Don't start looking at Russian trucks because that that's too sexy. <laughs> Hit the brakes. <laughs> My buddy Stoney. No Russian shit right now. My buddy Stoney's up in uh, the Great White North, and Stoney Smith does all kinds of cool, cool stuff. And he's a he's a true fucking Renaissance man. But like Stoney's one of those guys. He's like, oh yeah, you mean you want me to make a motorcycle around this uh, this particular engine? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, not a fucking problem, right? Yeah. So you know, Stoney's the man. So if you ever want weird, he's got a a shop called Oddball Customs. And Oddball Customs does beautiful work, but yeah, that's a uh, that's one of those fun, fun, fun <laughs> things. You get, and again, it get, it stays cold up in Ontario for quite a while, and so it's time. you get some shop time. Yeah, and yeah. he's not afraid to work in the snow and work in the cold and stuff. This is a uh, yeah, he does he does Damn. products that are particularly cool. International Harvester Metro Van. Yeah, when was the last time you saw one of those running around? And uh, <laughs> of course, it's not broken. That's where it sits. Yeah, that's low. That's what Stony that does. That is low. Yeah, that's what Stony does. Stony puts it. Almost sold my scout today. Oh God, really? Some guy knocked on the door and was like, "Hey, what's up with the scout? Does anybody want to sell?" She's like, twelve hundred bucks. It's yours." What? Uh, yeah, because the other day I saw your scout, mm-hmm. but fixed, going for absurd amounts of money on bring a trailer. Right now, it's really easy to tell the mar- the millionaires in America just go to bring a trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So, so my my he birth- took one look at it. He's like, "Oh, that's a lot of." Work. My, my my dad had a plan, and my birthright inheritance should have been a 67 RSSS Camaro. Right. Yeah. Nice. In 1984, my mom tried to drive it and left skid marks everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So As the you do. neighbor kid from her, her dad's area in Harvard Park, she drove the car to there to visit her dad. Yeah. And the kid was like, I will give you $2,000 for this car. And she was like, sold. And she sold the car for my dad. And I didn't get my inheritance. And he almost divorced her for life. And then the kid cut it up and made it into a drag car. Oh, really? Uh, but yeah. yeah, so like, yeah, wives can do weird shit like that. My mom is fucking evil. She Every super classic car that ever I'm existed, like, somebody chopped like, it up. I had to just yeah. told him he could take it. And I'm like, honestly, honey, if you did that and I came home and the scout was gone, I wouldn't hate you. You know the cool move? Like, I can like the bro deal would be like, John, somebody came by the came by the yard today and said they want to sell the I'm not gonna tell you what I sold it for. <laughs> but I put all the money in Piper's college fund. <laughs> and John would be like, Okay. okay. <laughs> and you could have some of this. That's just evil, man. You could have some of this. That's just evil. Hey, if she breaks out the fufkula, she's not out. Right. <laughs> so James bought a 72 Nova. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's it's Oscar a seventy two Nova. No go. He's like, no go on that right. fucking thing. Yeah, James got a seventy two Nova. You it's uh, it's yellow. Yeah, right, yeah. it's it's yellow. Um, yeah, it's good from far, far from good. Yeah. Oh, really? No, nah, it's it's nice. It's fine. <laughs> the I, pictures looked really nice. It, it is looks really good. really nice. 
Yeah, and it's not a project. Let's just put it. No, that. no, it turns keys and, and it turns keys and goes. So it is a fully functioning running car. It's beautiful. What happened to his Fairlane or whatever the fuck the other? So he's El got a uh, no. Wait, there's a list, John. Yeah. Oh, so he has an El Camino. <laughs> the El Camino got, I think, sold to Sparky to be fixed. I'm not a hundred percent sure what's going on with that. But in any case, the El Camino's not exactly gone. Okay. okay, so the El Camino is not exactly but gone. Didn't he have a four door or something? He did have a Galaxy. That's it, Galaxy. Yeah, he oh. he he bought a Galaxy doing a favor to a friend, so he he got an old Galaxy somewhere somehow whatever. So yeah, so he's got that that you know mm-hmm. Galaxy, and I don't know where the Galaxy is at this point. I don't know what's up with the Galaxy. Right, it right. could be in a it could be in a Galaxy it far needed, far away. It needed love though. It needed all of the things a Galaxy could ever need. Yeah, right. It's the this, right color for James. He likes the yellow. He and likes black. the yellow and black. He's a Wasn't big fan. Like his uh, Lambretta. His Lambretta was Columbus Crew colors too. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, there's there, a good yeah, there's yeah. a nice Look picture of the, the happy camper. And it's beautiful. I mean, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous that's a, car. That's a slimming car. It makes him look very slim. Yeah, right. there you go. <laughs> it's yeah, but it's got all, it's like, it is exactly the right car. So yeah, it's, yeah. you know, it's a, a 350. So a small yeah. block 350. It's got a TH350 transmission in it. Mm-hmm. It's got a really uh, extraordinarily loud fuel pump in the back. Oh, good. Because it's electric good and good modern. Good good that's oh, exactly like what it sounds like. Dude, it, it literally, it's, it's not a mechanical fuel pump. It When you turn the key on, it's like, and I'm like, it sounds like one of my old cars that had air ride suspension and it's going to pump forever. <laughs> it's just never going to get up to the right level yeah. ever because they leak, right? <laughs> but that's what it sounds like is you got a leaky airbag in the back hey, or something. If you have, if you have air suspension, yep. if you can have it turn off everything yeah. and smear it with JB Weld, yeah. it'll hold it'll for, hold for a minute. years. Ah! Oh, oh for four sold, years? Oh, yeah. I sold a wow. van with that fucker still Good holding Good job, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good job. It's got a proper rally hood on it. The hood's a real hood. You know, it's all metal. Yeah. Um, that's nice. This interior's fucking gorgeous. Is he going to start racing Street Outlaws? No, he's not going to start <laughs> racing Street Outlaws. <laughs> I know. Right. But it is one of those things where it's, it's that. It's not making big horsepower. No. no. It is, but it's very nice when you drive it. It's, you know, it's got today's version of a, you know, a, a double pumper on it. It's got a modern carb. It's, you know, not, I'm sorry. Modern carb. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah, but it does have modern carb. But yeah, it's got secondaries. You kick it in the ass and it does things. You know, it's fun. Makes all the right noises. It does sound fantastic. It does go when you stomp on it. What kills me about this car is this car is fucking snug. Like when you go around a corner, no part of it is like squeak, squeak, clunk, 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 clunk. Like whoever did the suspension on this, there is not one worn out bushing. There is not one worn out kingpin tie rod end. Nothing. And it doesn't dog like all those rovers no, used no, to be. Like everything in this car drive down the road sideways. Suspension. Well, you know it's not urethane though, because when right. I did my my race car with <laughs> urethane, yeah. if you said it was like like squeak so much, my passport. Yeah, it's really. It's really, really nice, and it is really, really nice. The only complaint I have about the whole car, if I were to have a complaint about the car, is somebody put a ridiculous amount of money into restoring it, like mechanically making it good. Yeah. Not restoring it, making it mechanically reliable, putting good suspension, good transmission, good, like everything's good. Got great brakes in it. Like it's a really good car. But then the problem was somebody they drank with was like, so what color are you going to paint it? Because I think it used, I think it was orange. It was like a really dark yellow orange color originally. Yeah. And 
I don't know what color I want to paint it. You know, paint's expensive. I want to do it right. You know, I can paint, right? Oh, oh. <clears throat> he got a sleepy job. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> there are parts of this car that haven't been painted. Oh, nice. And there are parts of this car that I've never said this before. There are parts of this car that got one coat. Oh. One coat. And oh. it was a coat that was like a drive-by shooting. No clear, no nothing. 90% it's, thinner. <laughs> it's really, somebody wanted to make that paint go a long way. Uh, and so the only bad part of this car is there are many, many parts of this car that when you are closer than 10 feet away from it, you could be like, did the guy just run the gun dry? Like, Oh, it's got some orange there's just, there's just, no, there's places where there just aren't. Thin. Ins paint? Yeah, thin is the best possible word. Yeah. Thin is the best possible word. Well, you know, where it's, yeah, when it's like, okay, well, what color are we going for? Okay, we're going for this color yellow. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, well, in order to get that color yellow, it takes two coats of color and one coat of clear, sure. right? And okay, well, what if we only did a half a coat of yellow? <laughs> there you go. That's what you got. And so, unfortunately, this really, really beautiful car and the company that was selling it didn't, didn't say, okay... We're going to use 40 pictures to show you how good this car is. <laughs> but at the end 20 of, the- of them should be of the flaws in the paint. Right. They shouldn't be 40 pictures that ignore the flaws in the paint. But if you're starting with a hot rod that yeah. has good suspension, good right. motor, good wheels, yep. good good uh, bushings, good everything, and yeah. you just need to paint it, you're ahead of the game yeah. by a lot. Yeah. And that's how I can tell how old you are. Because in your brain, a paint job is still eighty nine ninety five at Earl Shot. No, it can be a couple thousand bucks, but right. still because a paint job a couple thousand uh, on that. Way, right. I was going to well, say way more than depend- that. Well, dude, for for Shit, 25- the paint it was more. It's going to be more than a like couple hold thousand on, dollars. Hold on. But the, listen, I know a lot of paint dudes. I know I a guy, I, and that's no, how we got into this thing. fucking mess. No, 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 but no, but I know a lot of. Pa- <laughs> no, yeah. I, know a lot- I do know guys who paint that for two grand. No, that's what I'm saying. So I know a lot of professional paint guys, and I I, I do it no. myself. Yeah. But here's the thing: James is not a schmuck. If he wanted to really have this repainted, right. he if he if he sanded that whole car with 800 and got it prepped, took off all the fucking badges, took all the shit off, and handed this guy. A oh fucking- yeah, no, I, and I agree. Exactly, I totally agree. And that's exactly why James bought this car. He didn't want to do any of that. Well, yeah. So when James bought this car, when James bought this car, the reason James bought this car, the reason he spent what some people make in a year to buy this car. He wanted to go and have ice cream? It's because he wanted to go and have ice cream with his yeah. dad, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. And so the idea was you spend the money, you don't have to repaint the car. Right, right. And so this car was sold to him as being a car that was freshly painted. Oh. And the point is, whoever sold that car didn't say that it only received half a paint job. Is he unhappy? <laughs> is he unhappy? Yes. Yeah, and so he's gonna, you know, he's reaching out to the company to say that this car was misrepresented. Company, yeah. So this was this a, is not a private seller. This is a, a company shop or something like that. And, and so this is what I, I guess. Okay, here's the thing. We'll talk about if you want to have a street rod, and you don't want to build your own street rod, and you've said I have a thirty thousand budget, thirty thousand dollar budget to buy a street rod. Well. Are you going to go on Bring a Trailer? Are you going to go on Hemmings? Are you going to go on one of these sources that we know sells street rods and buy a single street rod, one single street rod, one single car on an auction? Fuck no, you're not. No. If you're going to do it, you're going to go, okay, because of Hemmings or because of Bring a Trailer or because of Auto Trader or whatever, I now know about this car. So let's just say I'm looking for a 62 Thunderbird. I'm fond of 62 Thunderbirds. I might be aware of a car because of one of those sites, but then I would have to jump in an airplane, fly my fucking ass out to wherever that car is, 
and then spend nine hours under it with somebody I'm paying money to who is the god of 62 Thunderbirds. And he's going to tell me everything that's wrong with that car. And I'm also going to be there in first person, high resolution, human eyeballs going, okay, you want $30,000 for this car. Because what's an extra eight or hundred or a thousand dollars when you're spending thirty? That's exactly right. That is exactly, exactly fucking right. Because I come from a culture when I was a kid, when old men in my neighborhood valued their hours of sandpaper time Mm -hmm. at 50 cents an hour. Right. Right. And primer was damn near free. Okay. (laughs) And I can't tell you the times I sanded and reprimered things that my dad had sanded and primered because it just took too long to get them into the paint booth. By paint booth, I mean the backyard garage with the wet floor and the tarps hanging. Right. Okay. (laughs) And we painted it with a Kirby vacuum cleaner, but they do work. But anyhow, (laughs) In today's a, time, a, a paint it, field out in Oberlin at some point. Yeah. A generator runs a compressor <laughs> and applies right. a fucking yeah. uh, rust oleum. Yeah. <laughs> well, this, I mean, the paint job in this car looks like you took one of those $5 car wash, like put your quarters in car washes, yeah. and you guys went in there on a stealth mission and said, okay, here's my Harbor Freight paint gun. Here's my Jenny. Here's my, you know, here's my air compressor. And you got a quart of paint. All right, guys, we got, you know, it's did 3 a.m. They, they use the Easton roll-on primer. I, I don't fucking, that? I know, but look. You roll it on yep. and it lays flat. It lays flat. Honestly, look. That's, I mean, I just did do that to the scalp. Yep. I'm like, just to make it all one color. To make it all one color. Fine roller, and I used the Rust-Oleum, mm-hmm. metal, rusty metal stuff. Did it, did it flatten out? I mean, okay, but what I wanted was the build. Because right, I you want, need the. Yeah. roll it right. on, so yeah. now you've got a good build. You yeah. wet sand it, yeah. and you're not going to be. Instantly wet sand. You got three mils of paint right there. Yeah, you got a long way to go. But here's the point. The point is, when you go to a shop and that shop's business model Mm -hmm. is we're going to buy cars and we're going to make them pretty and sell them to people that don't want to build their own cars. Right. And they'll deal with actually getting it where it's supposed to be for selling, you know. So when you do that and you have a business and you have a car lot that's called, you know, Steve's Supercars or, you know, Marty's Muscle Cars. And every car in there is a 1966 to 1977 Don't lift a finger Ford. cars. Right, no, right. Well, the idea being... You think that guy should have a guy that for $2,000 will put a nice paint right. job and pinstripe it and every one of his cars that goes out has a fresh, decent paint Just think about it, think about it. So yeah. when you're at this right. level of car, right? right? Like if you got the car that James got and you paid a shit ton of money for right. it, now you're not happy. Right. But for a little less of a profit, maybe fifteen hundred dollars, that guy's going to take a hit on. Right. And now that thing has like three coats of flood fucking. Clear it just looks on great. It, yeah. And it, it looks, looks awesome. Yeah. Like you're not going to have an issue, even right. if the fucking brakes go out. If the fucking car is right. pretty, dudes right. are going to be like, I don't give a fuck. And that's it looks the great. thing is. All right. So let me ask. Yeah. You. So, so James has got James has got to have some recourse on this. Well, we yes. don't know yet because well, but, I'm not James. But if it's a yeah. company right. that took his check or whatever, right. um, you know, there's going to be opportunities to call them to. We would hope, right? And so I mean, that's the marketing. Did the marketing say like a, a cla- like our uh, showroom fucking paint? Is there any kind of fucking literature where well, it says? Has like, he made the first phone call? And that's and thank you for bringing that up. Has he talked to them right. yet? Thank you for bringing that up because. A lot of people in the world are averse to confrontation. Mm. And a lot of people in the world are like, look, look, man, you know Wait, what? The guy that lifts like things and throws them at people and stuff doesn't like confrontation. Hey, man, you know what? <laughs> I'll call him up. 
I'll see what they want to do. I'll let them know. And, you know, we'll see what they want to do. Yeah. Right? I would start the ball with a civil conversation. Right. First, I would say, right. man, I'm really excited about this yep. car. I yeah. took it. I drove it. Yeah. I love the way it runs. There's right. lots of things I like about this car. Right. Only problem, and here's the however. Right. I don't know about this paint. Right. Uh, I'm looking at places. This is not the level that I expected. Right. right. I didn't get, uh, you know, your pictures fell a little short. I mean, like, here's my pictures I'm sending back to you. Why wasn't right. this, you know. And right. just start sweet, talking sweet, about sweet, it. Sweet but yeah. firm. Like, you want to be right. sweet I, but firm. Yeah. yeah. I, like I will let you know I'm disappointed. Right. And I want to know how you feel about that, me being disappointed. And how can we work together? Now yeah. that I've sent you a very large amount of money, how can we work together to make this better? And I think that's any person that receives any product yeah. anywhere should be able to do that. There's also a hell of a lot to be said for, man, if you buy something. I feel like I'm going to have to pay to get this car repainted. And no, I, and that was not the right. and the whole purpose of me buying this car was not to was no. not to have it was to have a turnkey. I got a '66 El Camino in my driveway already that needs painted. Yeah, I didn't want to have a Nova that needed repainted too. So I you mean, know? I don't yeah. know what we have to do here for restitution. I mean, right. if I could just do a hey, you take the car back, you know, like yeah. start, you know, something. Yeah. I agree. Car back. Yeah, I agree, and that's a big, big part about it. So. The big thing that I think about James's car, because it's a fantastic car, it's a really, really cool car, but James paid a price that one would associate with a car that was painted well. Yeah. And to see the car that isn't painted well, and here's the, the this, is, this is my anger part. If you're going to go to the trouble of painting a car, we all know the hard part of, anybody in this room knows the hard part of painting a car isn't painting a car. It's, it's getting the car ready to be painted. Yep. Yep. And so if you've gone through all the fucking 20 hours of work getting a car ready to be painted and either taping shit off, which this car was a tape and tape and spray. And a huge amount of disassembly. I mean, it really should be more disassembly. This car was a tape and spray. It was a tape and Dude, spray. Dude, if yeah, I could fucking paint spray. shit and give yeah. people happy yeah. customers. You could do a lot, though, with bagging. In winter, and stuff, in know, a like, fucking 7x7 seven seven fucking plastic garage with a fucking, like, turbine yeah. sprayer. Yep. These motherfuckers can paint a car for that, you know. The point being, the point price. being. Somebody who sold this car was very happy to see that the phone number wasn't in their area code. Yeah, you're right. Somebody was very happy to see that somebody had to get off an airplane to get on this car and drive it home. Mm -hmm. Okay. And somebody was very happy to see that the guy getting off the airplane to drive it home wasn't the guy paying for the car. It's true. It's true. Right? So when... Perfect storm. Right. So if you're, if you're the guy selling the car, every single one of those is like, ooh, that's nice. Oh, that's even nicer. Oh, holy shit, the guy driving at home is not the guy who paid us the money? Right. Right on. And then so, also, yeah. you don't know, like, maybe the guy that built it is a total, like, like function over form, so paint yeah. is not important to him. It's just like, as long as it's not rusting and it's cool, like, he didn't give a fuck. You know? yeah, and this is definitely one of those situations where when the sign on the door says that you're an automotive dealership, yeah, and when the sign on the yeah, door yeah, says yeah, that yeah. you sell street rods, yeah, then no, we're yeah. going to make a certain assumption about what you're selling. Point and taken, point so, taken, yep. and, and so James will approach it however he wants to do it, and that's yep. fine. And ultimately, at the end of the day, he's very happy. He's got a car he can drive, and his dad can go out with yeah, him. It seems like a solid fucking car. It is a solid fucking car. Doesn't Nova have a place in their family? Didn't his dad or somebody have? I mean, there's a I lineage. I don't Nova. Yeah, I'm not exactly <laughs> sure, but it's, but in any case, this is what they've got. And he's really happy with it, and he should be really happy with it. Again, my thing is simply just saying, I'm only doing this as a public service announcement, as a way to say, what if you buy a car? What if you buy a motorcycle? And it's 80% of everything you wanted, but then upon receipt 
receipt of the vehicle or whatever, you realize you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. Mm. You know, there's a lot of really, really great things about this. But for the money I paid, there should be 100% great things about this. But on the other end of it, it's, you know, you could have came out, you could have looked at it, so, you could have, you could have, you could have, could have, could have. There's a story. But you bought it yeah. sight unseen, yeah. willing to buy, you know, yeah. like. There's this, I've only been burned on one car from Japan. And I was burned on a car from Japan that, that had only 27, 29,000 kilometers on the odometer and was bright yellow and was the soft top and was the five speed. And it's all the things you want when you're buying that particular car, Nissan B1. And so as a guy who does those and knows what they're all worth and seeing that one pop up and the price was where the price should be and the pictures, unfortunately, you know, the pictures were 27 pictures taken with a camera that Chris Smith probably owns. Uh, I'm sorry, with honestly, with a phone that Chris Smith probably owns. It was a nine pixel picture and Jane, you know, you guys have all seen some of these pictures that come out of Japan and the idea being like, okay, you want to tell them Hey, Ringo, can you go out there in the yard with a camera that is from this century and take 12 more pictures? But in the meantime, other people are trying to buy it. So it's like fortune favors the fast, right? So I'm like, shit. The report, the auction report says it's good. You have to throw a certain amount of caution to the wind. You do. Dealing in that. Absolutely. And so all the auction reports all said it looked cool. Everything looked great. Like a hand grenade. Yeah, right. Exactly. You can't be like, uh, who should I throw this Just at? fucking go, man. Right? <laughs> and that's what happened is I was like, screw it. It's a soft top. The pictures look good. They say the top's in good shape. The transmission's there. The thing's only got 30,000 clicks on it. I think this is a grandma car. I think I got to buy it. And I bought it. And it came here. And when it got here, there was never one fucking doubt in my mind that it was 126,000 miles <laughs> and that it was sprayed by uh, the same guy that sprayed James's car, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and that there was rust coming through in several spots in the paint through the fake paint that they put on top of it. And that the radiator probably hadn't held pressure in 20 years. And the car had probably been overheated three or four times. You know, head gasket was questionable. And you can't tell any of that from the pictures. They have stuff you can just pour it in. Uh, yeah, right. It's so, much, it's so much easier, right? And so realizing the car that showed up wasn't remotely the car that was described. Now, again, I buy cars in Japan all the time. I got a drawer full of... I was Today, I was going through my Japanese car drawer. And it's like, Jesus Christ, I've imported 56 cars from Japan, right? That's not... A, and to have only one of them bite me in the ass, have one of them burn me that That's way. That's fairly good odds. It's a man. fucking great odds. Yeah, yeah. And it's because 90% of the times, the guys who are doing these <laughs> auctions and doing these listings, they want you to come back to their company, so they want you to have a great experience. And it's fucking Japan, dude. I was there... When was I there? 2010. Yeah. And they had basically iPhones right. that we didn't have. Well, yeah. Or, or, I mean, like shit. <laughs> and that yet we... they took pictures of this car that's with a security point. camera from that's, space. That's my point. Yeah, exactly. Like in Japan, they should have fucking like. What's that? What's the end of the story? It's in my warehouse. If any of you guys would like a really beautiful Nissan <laughs> BE1, what I would like to call a project car, it's a prime candidate for a motor swap. LS. <laughs> Do it. Do but what I can tell it. you is, I can tell you that going through the car when it, when it showed up and when I kind of spent some time, which is what had I been there, but I wasn't willing to invest in an airplane ticket to Tokyo mm-hmm. to go look at this thing. You buy it through a company? Or yeah, I buy it from one of the companies I always go through. You buy it all, but- 
No, no, it was it was one that I didn't that I really haven't worked with a lot. Okay. And yeah, oh yeah. No, unlike some people, I lit the entire world fucking on fire, right? And I mean, I took I took the close up pictures with a camera that works that's in my phone, and I sent them back to them and their management and their owners and everybody else. And I also put it on forums for people who do buy cars like me and said, you got to watch these fuckers because unlike everybody else I've dealt with who is from Japan and has a very high degree of honor, they must be letting the Americans write these auctions. Well, then you find out the guy's name is Stan and he oh, comes from Arizona. And this is the point. Yeah. Look, as much as we who buy Japanese vehicles from Japan like to say that Japanese people are very honorable, it's very hard to get them to tell a lie, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And these descriptions on these vehicles are usually deadly accurate, like down to like, you know, a very minutia level. In this particular case, this report, this auction report on this vehicle was a work of fiction. And it was an out-and-out out abject series of lies. And as a person that buys a lot of cars from Japan, now I'm a little shaken. And there are companies that all of us go and look at that we know are to be dealt with very fucking carefully. I mean, Steve looked at a car the other day and showed me that car, and there is no doubt in my mind that it is an underwater Fukushima car. Like, all the symptoms are like, there's a water stain inside the speedometer. But I don't have to worry about uh, right. dash lights. No, you don't have to worry about dash they lights. Because they glow. <laughs> right. The entire thing's got night vision. And that sold. Yeah. Right. That truck sold. It did sell. Yeah. They dropped the price one time and it did sell. Yeah. But it did sell. And They're like, we haven't right. put gas in it in two years, but it's running. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's still running. And it was one of those ones God, where- You wouldn't want to put gas in it. They had just painted- <laughs> Diesel. The, they had just painted the bottom of it. Like, so the, the bottom uh, of it was shiny. Yeah, yeah. So the bottom of it was shiny, yet inside there was all kinds of water damage- too high up in the car. So there was a lot of things in the car that shouldn't have been rusty that were rusty. And that's again. There's this too. Guess what? Yeah. There's a lot of videos of people in Japan yeah. off-roading those vehicles. Oh, like fuck I, yeah, dude. I've seen guys yeah. driving those trucks through yeah, six feet of, course. of water and stuff. So Absolutely. Maybe they got drunk and had a right. good weekend. But the point being that part of the idea behind these auction houses is they, they have these auction sheets because when you're buying things from them, it's their reputation on the line. Right. They want to have a reputation for selling good cars. So how many times have you gone back to that company? Well, the company that ripped me off on the BE1? No, I've never gone back again. Right. In fact, what I do is when I see cars being listed by that company, <coughs> and I see the cars, and I'll read their auction sheets, and I'll know that it's bullshit, because I, can, I now know what to look for. I make sure to put that on the forums and let people know, hey, this fucking you know, dipshit you know, G-Lion trading company again, they're clearly... They're clearly full of shit, and they're clearly doing it again. There's a guy from Lake Havasu running the whole company, and he's fucking an ass. Yeah, well, but and the funny thing is, too, you'll also see, sometimes on these Japanese car sites, you'll see the same car on 17 different sites. Oh, yeah. Right? And so you, you guys got to wonder about that, because those are usually cars that are still at the auction lot and haven't sold yet. But these guys are prospecting. So they're like, okay, well, if we get a buyer, if we get some Yahoo, you know, and you know, Kennesaw, and he wants to buy this car for $5,000, then we're going to send, you know, our guy over to buy it for 500 because, you know, we got to buy it. We got a guy in the hook. So let me ask you something. Yeah. So, so I trust you guys because you're the brain trust. So like I know my level and yeah, I think you guys are smarter. Yeah, right, I don't well, know why I said, you would do that. That seems so like a on, on Facebook or these other places, right? You'll see an ad and it'll be like 1984 Toyota Hiace or right. something, right? Yeah. 1200 bucks, right. 8,500 miles, nothing right. on it, whatever. And then you go to the thing, and there's like they posted it at every city in the United States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
How does that like? What is the scam? I don't know what they're getting. Like, what are they mining? Yeah, that's my point. I mean, so you contact them. You probably go through some bot that wants to like do us like. Oh yes, are you interested? Yes, I'm interested. It's for sale. We we can take your money, and it probably. But what's the end game? Like that's a lot of work. It's like. We'll ship you the vehicle. Here's all we need is the uh, vehicle is available. So you got to be a complete Go fucking and, schmuck. And wire transfer us $1,200 and we will yeah. ship it to you for free. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll okay. Send, you know, all right. We, or you can come to our address and pick it up. Yeah, because I couldn't we'll figure out gone. the scam behind it. I'm Type like, in Airstream trailer. You will see the same $21,000 Bambi trailer yeah. selling for 1200 bucks. Yeah, in 97 different markets. That's my point. With the same exact pictures. Right. And the idea is that in each one of those in each one of those markets, there's a schmuck. Every village has its idiot. Gotcha. And every village's idiot goes, "I can get an Airstream Bambi for for $1200. Take my money." I'm very uh, very interested. Do. I would like to buy this. Okay, you know. Don't like, make me get out exhibit A. And the little red and have, white Volkswagen uh, van that's parked up there. It might <laughs> it won't hold one single beer. They yeah. might robot back and forth a little bit, and if you're still <laughs> stupid enough to keep responding, then you might get to a live. Yeah, right, like, right. But you, you can also well, tell what... by their syntax, the way they use the their words. Like they all have the same kind of uh, like was in a garage, but they they don't say it like like was stored in a garage, yeah, right. like an American would say. They say it like some like an Algerian or like yeah. somebody from you know whatever, like like somebody who was taught English overseas. You know what I'm saying? Was acquisitioned and stored in a uh, receptacle in the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And it's, either so it's either that or they're going to mine you for information. They're going to try to establish yeah, your yeah. Name, full name, date of birth, telephone number, yeah, yeah. and whatever else they can get. Not actual size. <laughs> I don't care what you do. That is not the size of the Volkswagen beer cooler. Period. 26 liter capacity, my goddamn ass. It won't hold a new G.I. Joe. <laughs> it won't hold anything. It's a fucking micro machine. Yeah. People are getting ripped off on shit all the goddamn time. I mean, that's just the it. wish version. Well, I the wish exactly. I, I got, <laughs> I got suckered and then I got lambasted for calling out the suckery. So like, <laughs> they had, they had, and so, you haven't learned. No, but listen, <laughs> so on Instagram, they had a pair of socks that had a rubber impenetrable bottom. And oh they, they showed all these people rubbers and penetrable. Okay. Eating that shit up. So yeah. I, I was like, it was like eight dollars for a pair of socks. Oh I was like, okay, Jesus. eight bucks. Really? So I bought the eight dollar fucking pair of impenetrable walking on glass Sleepy. fucking socks. <laughs> and all I got was a pair of socks. There right. was no rubber no, on them or anything. Not at all. So I went back and I was like, I go, fuck these motherfuckers. There's no rubber on this. There's right. no anything. It's a pair of socks. Wait, it's did you start stomping on fucking nails just no, to prove them wrong? <laughs> Look at my foot. Look, it doesn't work. <laughs> no, but all these other people are like, well, I got the socks and I've I've been fine. I've stepped on burning coals and my feet are great. The only and, thing I worry about that is I had one thing that it was like fucked up and it was like what it had obviously happened was somebody had got something shipped out. Yeah. They sent it back, but they didn't send back. Like, no, so maybe yeah. they resent it to you. Right. And somebody had spoofed them and said, oh. Oh, I don't want this anymore. And sent back, you know what I mean? Oh, like, and they, they just shipped they it. They never opened it. They didn't realize that it was It's wasn't. every hippie's wet dream. A pair of socks, 
Yeah. That you can leave the house in. Yeah. And clot around the field. Fuck yeah. And not get a big old spike through your foot. Dude, I was so stoked. It's true. Yeah, I get it. I'm like, I'm never so, wearing shoes so or pants again. Stoked or stoned? You was well, stoked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A little of column A, a little of column B. There's, I, yeah. And that's another tip from your Yankee Phil. Before you buy any footwear, there's a YouTube channel called Rose Anvil. Okay. And it's a guy who does nothing but cut boots in half. Oh, oh I've yeah, I've seen it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, right? Yeah, yeah. And he yeah, cuts yeah. and he'll start with Converse and go to Doc Martens and basically everything yeah, you've ever one. everything oh, my, you've ever learned about boots in your entire life is wrong. Yeah. My favorite right. thing though ever yeah. though, so my ex-wife is a big whore about these fucking hunter boots. Yeah. And yeah. he took them up and he cut them in half. And yeah. They were literally like $7 rubber boots. Yeah, exactly. But they charge like $250 well, you know what? for these things. Again, sometimes the internet is used for good and yeah. you can use your YouTube money to do something good to help society, yeah. like buying a $1,000 pair of Nikes, cutting them apart and showing the world that they're garbage. Yeah, right. And then cutting apart, you know, a $90 pair of shoes that is amazing and works great. Right. And so, then you understand why all the old white men that, in America wear New Balance. There's a guy that does that with headphones and shows yeah. how Beats are a complete fucking Yeah, they're garbage. Oh, they're burst. Right. Yeah. If you buy like a $7 pair of skull what, candies, what, what, what do they say that? about New Balance? What's that? Do they like, does he like New Balance? You got to watch it, dude. Rose Anvil, just watch it. Watch the New Balance thing because it will hit you where you live. Um, it, it really <laughs> does acknowledge the fact that that old white men are a cult unto themselves. If you look that up, though, you automatically get an AARP card in the mail. That's also true, <laughs> right? Yeah. New Balance. Yeah. I mean, I have looked at New Balance, and they're they're one of the, they. Some of their shoes are still made. That's in true. Some of their shoes are These still are made, made in America. In America. None of the right. cheap ones right. are right. still made. Exactly. In America. Yeah, it's exactly right. If you're, but if you're yeah, very specific about it, though. You can get American-made New Balance. So sleepy. Lesson learned: Stop buying shit from Wish. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bought my, I bought, I bought my love doll from yeah. Wish, and it was this big. It sucked. I couldn't like, but fortunately, so, so it was perfect. Size. Yeah, it was perfect. Size. It was perfect size. <laughs> <laughs> hey. and then, no. Yeah, we are at two hours and forty five. Two hours minutes. and forty five minutes. I think that's more than enough of a podcast for these fine folks. Uh, I think their ear holes have had enough. I think they have had enough. <laughs> hey, if you are in a city that has more than five thousand people, check to see if there's a single gentleman's ride near mm. you. If there isn't one. You should start one if you have more than five friends. Um, if you don't have more than five friends, keep listening to Cleveland Moto Podcast because you're right right where you belong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Trust me. You are perfect. Yeah. Uh, and if you guys have any uh, comments or anything else, it's uh, motorcyclesandmisfits at gmail.com. <laughs> They're always happy to hear from you. And um, if, uh, uh, if you have never seen, so you've heard us talk about Renee for many years. <laughs> And you, and you know and, she's going to smoke you for this. Dude. I know. Well, I've already fucking, posted the fact that she tried to kill us. She's going to smoke you for this. Motor stories, Monkey Phil. We have a Renee sighting. She's real and a hundred percent there, and she makes fun of us all, and she's awesome. So yeah, yeah. We've all been. And she does right. not have a poker face. No. no, she does not. Her poker her poker face is broken. Uh, yeah, exactly. So yeah, but she, but you see the problem is sleepy. You can't do that because we've been talking about putting stuff in Renee's boxes and stuff I know. and all that kind of stuff. Like we've been making all kinds well, of bad well, one on we, we were very respectful to her on the video. There on that one no, video, dude. Well, but look at, look, okay. You can't fucking wipe up. You cannot go like, okay, we were busting your balls and smoking you while you weren't here and all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. But on that video, we were polite little angels uh, because yeah. anybody who's listened to this podcast is like legitimately straight up like. I, they they don't. I don't look. know what you guys are talking about. I've never said anything. Yeah, me neither. I don't there know. You know. This, Thank you, John. That's world. a good <laughs> out right there, my friend. That's a very very good out. This must have been.